listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah. Uh. I know I make you wanna leave the one you with. But I ain't Usher Raymond I'm the kid that they rush to blaming For the crush they claiming Who can make them blush the same When I ask what's my name And they yell F-A-B Oh You shouldn't have even bought her my direction Unless she was handcuffed with an order of protection Yeah I'm talking reckless now Cause I'm the reason that your girlfriend's all your exes now I'm the fella that keep them yelling And it's nothing to get them I don't sweat them, it's what I tell them And they quickly forget them And I bet them I get them to forget the day that they met them And I let them Cause I just spend them and it's on them to dead them But I've been on the move While you do, you sleep in the coop on 22 Keep your shorty sneaking and she won't tell the truth She too used to creeping when Mike is in the booth It's the truth I'm speaking Any girl but I gave it to can't even go love another man I'd give it to him like no other brother can She say my man can barely move me But boy you make me scream like a scary movie On top of that I'm smoother than the rest of the gangsters And I prove that dude you mess with some wangster Oh, damn, homie. Your girl is with the street fam, homie. And she ain't fucking with you. It's a shame you lame. Can't even maintain your dames. And it's insane the way that she gave me brain. My pick game's the same. Don't forget the name. And when chicks peep the chain, they just can't restrain. Shorty, don't try to fake it. Just up and face it. Your time is being wasted. Your man's a basis. See it all in his faces. It's cheap and tasteless. But life is what you make it. Just watch the bracelet. Bet your man can't do it like like me, his veins don't pump him fluid like me, he's nowhere near like me, and he probably been keeping you in check, it's buying you a pair of Nikes, why wouldn't I get dough from her, when the digits on my checks look like phone numbers, fuck it, you might as well tell that Buster Seattle, not even Cochran can help him win his custody battle, catch me in the club with a case of bub, and a thick chick to rub, niggas hate because, when they sit in the truck, they be quick to fuck, and I'm getting in a nut, they just lick it up I'm their favorite, plus the flow is dangerous I don't aim to get shorties out relationships But they crave the chips Time and need a range to fit Shit and change the bits since I got the hands Yo, when I was small, they used to tease me Because my hair was peasy, hard, and greasy But now I'm living like George and Wheezy So easy What? Does it, yo? It is because I'm rocking beats, beats, beats. Hey, welcome to the Black Gautas Podcast. Your host, Rod and... Karen, I bet you that was nothing like they meant to say that. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's not that bad. It's kind of, you know, I mean, it wasn't the closest. No, it sure Uh, was. Because I was trying to think, okay, A, what song is it? B, I'm trying to think. I don't have a cadence. (laughs) Uh, well, the the song is La Shmoo by the Fushnikins. If you want to hear how it goes, I could play it. Okay. Remember this song? When I was small, they used to tease me because my hair was easy. And now I'm living well like Little Wheezy. So easy. Does it? Is it because I'm rocking beats, beats, beats? Who met you when? Because I'm doing what just happened. So there you go, Karen. Now you Thank know. Thank you. All right, man. Well, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in the house for a Saturday morning feedback edition of the podcast. And we are, sir. That's right. 
people been getting up early in the morning working out yes they have some people been playing video games we won't say who <laughs> we sure won't there's no need to mention Mm-mm. uh but uh this is a show that we do three times a week it's a comedy show but today's special because this is the show that's all about our fans yes it is every week we take out uh saturday morning mm-hmm. we could be doing so many other things yes and we spend it with the people that have spent their time with us, their work days, yeah. uh, sitting in their cubicles and or working out schedules, mm-hmm. all that sitting, good shit. Sitting in the airplane terminal because the plane got overlaid, pissed. Yep, work. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. So we spend that time with you guys because yes, you uh, give us so much to us. Those of you who aren't, you know, like watching the Olympics and tuning us out right now, I understand. <laughs> I understand. It only comes around once every four years. Um, but yeah, so, uh, this is where your feedback is read on the show or yes, it is. played in some case when it's a uh, email or voicemail or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the easiest, easiest ways to give feedback, you go to the blackouttips.com. You can leave comments there. You can uh, email us to blackouttips at gmail.com. You can also do stuff like, uh, leave us voicemails or talk to us live. Mm-hmm. 704-557-0186. At seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six, and uh, we play all the voicemails. We um, do. Just about unless some of them people will be like, uh, "Don't play this," and then we won't. But you should say that up front. Um, and, and also, uh, <laughs> you you can uh, you know leave comments on the page. You can vote in the in the polls. We have a poll for every episode, and um, you know we have a Facebook page. We have iTunes, uh, which is probably the one surefire way to make sure whatever you have to say gets read. Because if you leave us a five star review on iTunes, we promise we will read whatever the content of that review is. We sure will, and good we or bad. Yeah. yeah. We have Slender's on celebrities. We don't like anything. Anything. I've come out and said things like, oh, Tyler Perry is the greatest in the earth because some fan thought that would be funny. Mm-hmm. And you said you supported him and everything. Mm-hmm. And Steve Harvey. And, mm-hmm. and read his book. I mean, baby, Foz Dickerson, you done did it all, sir. Yeah. So you can also leave comments on Podomatic. Um, so do that shit. Um, you can donate to the show when you go to theblackouttips.com. You can buy stuff from the store. You know, I'll, so much you can do. You know, donate your account so that when we uh, need to spread the word by, you know, Twitter or Facebook, you don't have to do anything. Bam, it's just automatically sent out through your account when we post a new episode. Um, it, it's stuff like that that really organically spreads the word of the show. Because, you know, we're not celebrities here. We're just a couple people. I said that again. <laughs> so, we got jobs just like y'all. Yeah, so y'all helping it. Um, y'all making it work, man. Y'all showing it people that uh, we can do this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the official weapon of the show is... The taser. And the unofficial sport. Is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. All right, man. We got all kinds of feedback. Uh, first thing I would like to do is actually thank the people who gave us some money. Mm-hmm. Because without them, um, it wouldn't be nearly as cool that we're doing this. I know right um so let me give uh thanks to clark general contracting company who donated to the podcast um thank you you know uh, also i don't know if people know but you can leave a note with some of the different um donation yes, options you so can. if you ever have something that you want to drop the line or promote or something mm-hmm. just let us know yep we'll um, read it. michael breedlove um, from the quiet storm. From the quiet storm hour mm-hmm. with Michael Breed. Power. Right. Mm-hmm. Peace, love, and breed love. Yes. Like, but, uh, yeah, he donated. Um, Profess LCH, she says, sponsor request here. This is for a follow-up episode on, one, Karen's hot stone massage experience, two, 
rod's <laughs> first massage experience or three a couple's massage experience so uh all right we will put that into the massage fund and uh see what we can do about that thank no problem. you uh, my and man, then, then we can both come back and tell y'all the double soft porn story next time right <laughs> i don't think so uh michael D- dixon he, he donated with the recurring donation man thank you very much mike uh damian jackson who i am for real with the uh recurring donation man mm-hmm. we will see you next month thank you damian uh you know this is uh next level event services is back in the house yes uh angela p is in the house thank you angela we appreciate it um at next level event services never really said what they do either so mm-hmm. i just assume I if you have an event contact them and they'll take it to the next level and that's my assumption yeah it's like i was a funeral take it to the next level man uh, hell yeah take everything <laughs> to the next level right <laughs> no, no, it's no, a no. wake take it to, to the, the next, next level, level. We're not going to be bored at this week. You know, don't you want people leaving the wake like, you know what, man? Got to say, man, shit was that, next level. That, that, that wake was crunk. I, yeah. You <laughs> that know, was a crunk ass Yes. Wake. You know what? If all wakes was like this, I, don't, I wouldn't mind people dying. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Kill some myself. I don't yeah. care. Um, all right. So uh, what, what, what else we got? What do you want to do, Cam? We got, you know, voicemails, emails, um, iTunes reviews, all kinds of shit. What do you want to do? Uh, let's do. Uh, we're gonna do iTunes reviews, then voicemails. All right, cool. So uh, tell people how to leave an iTunes review for the show. You can leave an iTunes reviews by going to iTunes dot com, and if you don't have an account, make an account up. And once you make an account up, you can type in the black guy who tips and go to our page on iTunes. And on the corner, it says leave a review. You can leave a, a, a five-star review and type something. Even if it's high, type something so that we can read it and, and everybody can know that you love us very, very much. If you already have an Apple device, you got iTunes and you know what to do. All right, cool. Let's go ahead and read them. We got a lot this week. Woo-hoo! Don't know what we said or did, but a lot of people... um decided to chime in um we, we thank you i don't know if we read uh felt fives but his is a uh, rod and karen mm-hmm. uh five stars what's going on guys this is one of my favorite podcasts don't ever stop doing this please well we will try not to felt five yep even if we got the podcast from the great beyond the grave <laughs> if i could i would with that next level events yes i probably will right that should be crunk one final podcast um <laughs> prof harp uh says awesome show five stars i initially started listening to this podcast because i a white woman teach intercultural communication and i need to be able to represent the alternate uh the alternate perspectives concerning issues in the classroom cool listening to this podcast is a lot like hanging out with friends except i can walk out of the room without saying anything i still managed to hear the call to like on every episode so i finally did well thank you very much for leaving us five-star review yes and, um, yes white people can listen to the show too yes you got owen in canada you got a lot of folks out there yeah, clove it won't, it won't hurt your ears or anything no we promise we, we, we won't abuse them we promise yeah we try to keep the light on hating white people you know <laughs> i mean y'all get some but everybody gets some so. yes and your love for cheese right 
We all know how much you love cheese. Uh, think she's a professor that teaches courses in cheese, possibly. <laughs> she might do multicultural mm-hmm. cheese. Well, but, uh, seriously <laughs> though, uh, thank you for thank uh, you, sweetie. your five star review. Yes. Harp. And, uh, I hope that classroom is cool. Uh, I hope so too. You know, I teach the kids well, ma'am. Teach them well. It's always weird when people are like, you know, I'm, you know, I, I, I use this thing and it's, I listen to you guys and I'm a lawyer or something. I'm like, really? I know. It's ratchet lawyers out are there in the world. Sh- are you sure we're not dropping your IQ, ma'am? Right. <laughs> like, you're gonna lose a case and shit. Like, I know, right? We found this in your briefcase. I'm like, no, no. The blackout tips hat. No. Turn it off. <laughs> no. You tip people. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, I do. I admit, I, I tip people. Uh, I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> I don't think they'll get mad for that, but they'll be like, I looked up this website and I don't know if you can represent Anyone in this case, if uh, you think that it's okay for people to eat Chick-fil-A, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yes, but I, I, I looked in your case, and they have this word called ratchet, and I'm not right. really sure what that means, uh, from but my, apparently there's some gang slurs or something, and uh, we're not approving of this. What kind of professor thinks rape is funny? Okay? I, don't I care. know, right? <laughs> I don't care if Daniel Tosh made that joke or not. Um, all right. Best things is the flashlight. Fox. <laughs> five stars shot <laughs> from uh roger winston he says i was made aware of the show via this week in blackness radio um which is uh, that's always funny uh, to me too because, because we don't promote on this week you don't no nah, i don't but it's always funny to me too because uh it's such a different vibe than the show kind of that we do yes than ours yeah. so it's always like like we can hang on to those listeners i'm always like I'm good shy. for you buddy like you made how, it I, I know right we didn't you, run you away in a month good for yeah, you none of this is politically correct no, so good for you we haven't offended you you ain't thrown tomatoes at us <laughs> right. or turned your radio off good for you can survive with us roger says i heard i heard rod call in several times and enjoy how he made his points but kept it funny i was happy to find out that his wife karen and himself had a podcast i've been hooked ever since that's all caps lock with three exclamation points, Karen. Thank you. Very excited about that one. I know, right? I will warn you that if you listen to the podcast at work and you have an uptight HR department, you will need headphones for some of the topics. Yes, you need oh, yes. headphones no, for all of the y'all, topics. Y'all better not be playing us out loud in the workplace, but put them headphones on. <laughs> right. That's what they're there for. Who would do that? I know. You'd be walking around, somebody walk around all of a sudden. You'd be like, and the bitch said, what What were you listening to over there? <laughs> right. And this nigga said, what, what, what are you listening <laughs> right. to, sir? And I smacked her on the ass. What are you listening to? This is not right. appropriate for no, the working is, environment. No, it's good for work. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Mm-mm. Like, maybe you worked in a strip club or something. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, I enjoy the playfulness and love that Rod and Karen share with us several times a week. I now find myself saying bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. The guest race segment is pure genius. Well, to be honest, um, we got the guest race idea from um, uh, Keith and the girl who probably got the idea from every comedian in the world. And then, like, we just were like, let's make a segment out of it. because. Yes. We do we it pretty so much play much. that every time we do some news. So it's yes. like uh, this should, and I think the um, the I think we just did it a few times, and then organically, like fans started being like, "That's my favorite part of the show." Sure. It's yes. like, well, I guess we should make it a thing. Yes, because we're reading the articles anyway. Might as well do guess the race. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, we got that straight from Keith and the girl. Um, but yeah, guess the race is 
it is great because everyone does play it and yes you, people play you know and the thing about guess the race baby people play guess the race even when they don't know they ain't playing guess the race mm. when you watch the news you playing guess the race when you read articles and read them on yahoo before you see the picture it, it's like an automatic thing you yeah. you playing in your own mind if you're american you play guess the race yes you sorry do. but that's the truth yeah you watch the news you're like please don't be black Please don't be white. Yeah. Please don't. Whatever your nationality is, you're like, please don't be them that's committing this crime. <laughs> All right. The the weekly feedback show is a treat because it shows that Rod and Karen want the audience to know they are listening. I will continue to share the show with my cheese-loving coworkers, but living in Rolla, M.O. What is that, Missouri? Uh, I'm a guess. I'm, I'm going to say yes. Yes. You will have to wish me luck on that one. Thanks for sharing homes and li- the home and, li- and lives with us. Keep cooking. I oh, will, you're Roger. All the way in Missouri. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll see if the cheese eaters uh, fall in line or not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you believe it? There's like, could you imagine if there's like a white podcast that was calling black people like chicken lovers or something like all day? I'm like, yeah, we'll see if your chicken loving uh, people can, <laughs> can call in. This is racist. Yes. Anyway, and we love cheese and we proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank the Lord, says Brandon Kidd. Can I just be a white dude who listens to Marvin Gaye at my desk without people think I'm purposely people thinking I'm purposely trying to endear myself to my black coworkers? Yes, you could, of course. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I just like distant lover. End of story. Can I just be a? D- <laughs> I don't blame you. It's just a good song, baby. Can I just be a dude who doesn't feel one way or the other about gay marriage and wants to eat Chick Fil A whenever I feel like it? Of course, you can. Mm-hmm. In a world of the black guy who tips, I can. Yes, you can. People all over the world overreact to things. There's too much. If you're not with us, you're against us. Or people making grand judgments and assumptions. Mm -hmm. Growing up in Louisiana and now living in California, I have seen both extremes. These are un- these are underlying things to all a lot of the discussions on the show, but the Black Altist crew are level-headed, logically thinking people who also have a great sense of humor. And to that, I say thank the Lord. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. Yeah, and you can, um, yeah, of course you can eat Chick-fil-A. Now, I wouldn't go there on Bigot Day, uh, but any other day. <laughs> You're good to go. Because on Bigot Day, the lines is extra long and bigoted. <laughs> right, and bigoted. Mm-hmm. Like, so go on a non-bigot day. I don't, like, we didn't know when we were doing the show. That was their most profitable day ever. Mm-hmm. Was the in, day, in that, the day that, that people were like, look. Only eat the chicken if you hate gay people. It's like, okay, now it's time. I was just going to chill. I'm just going to hold on to my $12 for that sandwich, but I'll spend the day. Yeah, I will take an hour out of my day to sit in line to make sure these gay people know how I feel. That is so ridiculous. Record-breaking days. <sighs> Stupidity. the fuck is wrong with yep. people? Just don't go now. <laughs> like like, I don't give a fuck if I was hungry I, and shit. I love Chick Fil A, and I was like, mm, I'm taking some today. time. I'm taking some time away. Not today. I'm, I'm gonna try to go back when it's cool and shit. Like, okay, how delicious that cow looking over there with them chicken sandwiches? Fuck that. <laughs> try to sneak back in in like a month and shit in the, under the cover of darkness and mm-hmm. get one sandwich and leave. <laughs> like i would not i'm not going for a while <laughs> no nah, nah, unless that cow giving them free chicken sandwiches and has teeth again yeah and then um actually yesterday was another protest on friday where uh oh. people went and kissed in front of their like same-sex couples and stuff mm-hmm. so that's cool you know um but i don't like it's funny because like I the actual so- people that work at chick-fil-a don't have a problem 
So it's like, uh, y'all finish. Yeah, like people, same sex couples. Same sex, okay. Yeah, same sex. They went out and stood like uh, out in front of Chick fil A's and stuff and like kissed. And it was like a thing, you know, like to show like their form of protest. If the other day was, you know, everybody making a bunch of money off of it and they said, fuck it, man, we're going to go up there and kiss in front of everybody and, you know, fuck you. And um, that's fine. They just gave him a free chicken sandwich with every kiss. No, they won't. Chick- <laughs> like that's the thing. Uh, another dude like had a video where he like like cussed out a person who worked drive through a Chick Fil A and like spray painted something. And it's like wow, that person is doing their fucking job. Like that person, like that, that person, person ain't got nothing to do with nothing. They just show up for work. They make seven twenty five an hour. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with people? It reminds me of when I worked at McDonald's and we ran out of ketchup, and that motherfucking dude threw some threw some a bag of food back through the drive through window because there was no ketchup. It's like motherfucker, I don't make the ketchup. What are you doing? People are stupid. Yeah, he got apparently that dude was like a CEO or COO of his company, and the video hit YouTube and he got fired for that shit. Yes, he should have. Yeah, that's over the line. Like that's the thing, man. Like I don't. It's a weird thing to protest because like that is so like it's it's almost like worse than just being a a straight up bigot, and it's almost better because. Like, they're not going to discriminate against a gay person working there. They're not going to discriminate against a gay customer. But they will take your money and be like, we don't want gay people to get married. So it's almost like everything you do to their employees or their restaurants is almost like overreaction because those people don't have shit to do with it. At all. They're just showing up for work. Yeah. And then when you see all those customers show up to, like, support bigotry, then you clearly, like... Like clearly, there's a disconnect there where it's like the problem is the the customers. Yeah, not Chick Fil A itself, and and, yeah. and the problem I have that's like you at your job, you show up for work. Let's say your job does something something stupid like yeah, that. I don't even know what my yeah. CEO or my company does with the money that they make. And, mo- and most people don't, but but that's just like that's just like some your CEO is making it. Let's say at your job, wherever you are, no matter right. how big, make a statement like that, and you an employee, you ain't got shit to do with that. You just show up for work, and somebody <laughs> just decides to smack you upside the head <laughs> with whatever product you sell. <laughs> Fuck you, you like nigga. I'm I'm just showing up for work, or you stand out there, they camping out with signs and won't let you get in the building. You'll be pissed as hell because you trying to get to work you don't got shit to do what was said yeah it's was, it was kind of it was, that's stupid could you imagine the toy store and everybody throwing toys at them uno cars and shit chests at them yeah. whatever all they all they're trying to do is get to the giraffe i think i think what chick-fil-a did uh is they volunteered to be the thing and what's what's scary to me well we'll talk about it on the next show but what's scary yeah. to me is i think that uh they might have stumbled onto a market with by promoting bigotry and uh homophobia yeah like, and I don't, like, I don't even know they made more money purpose. than they would have yeah and now we know that that's possible <laughs> like i was yeah like when the shit started i was kind of like man people got to be careful with boycotting shit that they don't actually go to anyway because because mm-hmm. like it makes you feel good to make a statement but <clears throat> there are people out there that believe the opposite so mm-hmm. it, you know seeing that like ugly monster rear his head and like buy chicken to 
fucking chicken. Yeah, and I, you, you know, know like yeah, it was just weird. Yeah, it was just we talk weird. about it again. I want to get into boycotting and the re- purpose behind. But I think a lot of people lost focus of what boycotting is. Mm-hmm. You know, when people boycott, a lot of times it's to make a change, and most of the time it's to make a change for the better. And the thing is, real boycott take work. Standing right. in line, giving my money, that's, that's, that's not the same. Making me feel better. Not really making a change. Not really any perseverance or, 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 or strife going on here. You, you just did it because it was simple and easy to do. It was, it was, but like this, it's easier to give Chick-fil-A your money and stand in line three hours than it is to do a real boycott about poverty, about, mm-hmm. um, you know, the injustice in the world against women, about the poor, you know. It's, so you're it's, saying the people who bought chicken sandwiches, um, didn't really do anything then. That's what you're saying. And in, in, in the long run, they did. You know what you did? Mm-hmm. You put more money in Chick-fil-A's pocket. But these people are for Chick-fil-A. The people that bought sandwiches are not against Chick-fil-A, Karen. They want Chick-fil-A to get the money. I understand. And the, yeah. th- and the thing is that you're boycotting gays. I'm, I'm just saying. Oh, I know. Like, like, oh. like, 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 like your, your, your boycotting is not the correct form of boycotting. No, I understand what you're saying. Like, it's, that's a, that's the thing. A lot of these politicians are trying to get political gain off of yes. this shit. Everybody's trying to kind of got an agenda. But yeah, it, that is a good point. Um, even if the people, even the people who like, I hate me some gay people getting married. I'm gonna go buy Chick Fil A. It's like, uh, you, 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 you could have spent that money better if you, that's what you hate. Hello. Like, <laughs> you're right. Hello. Do 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 oh do something that, that actually causes work. That's one thing in America oh. about fucking protesting. I, we 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 protest lazy. What's the right. least amount of protesting I can do? Everybody in. What's the hardest amount of protesting? Wait a minute. You can't take my time up three days out of the week. I can't do that shit. But I can go stand in line three hours for one day i could do that though so the purpose of protesting has lost its a uh, boycotting per se has lost its purpose and lost its meaning because nothing has changed and they just made more money yeah that's a great point though uh, even um i hadn't even thought about it that way but yeah even if you're just one of these people that hates gay people you just gave your money to chick-fil-a they Hell, didn't do shit no like they gave it's not uh, changing nothing yeah they gave two million dollars uh, or something like that to um to to like gay charities and stuff but they're like a four billion dollar company Hello? so it's not even a lot of money so it's like mm-hmm. of your chicken sandwich let's say it's a five dollar sandwich mm-hmm. they gave whatever two million of four billion is to, to to gay shit like like they gave like a quarter of chicken a quarter of your chicken sandwich money to the thing that you hate the most which is why you bought the sandwich in the first place hello people are Ain't so fucking stupid. dumb oh god yeah Oh, man. I think it's just more about the chicken, you know, at this point. Uh, got me rolling five stars, says Flash Dark One. Found you guys as a recommendation on Stitcher. Woo-hoo! And it's been my favorite podcast since I first got it on in June. Thank it's you. fun to hear funny black folks on the Internet as I drive around the middle of Wisconsin for work. And ironic, I would say. Wow. You're in the middle of nowhere, dog. Yeah. Got my mom to get the show as her first podcast experience, too. Oh, we got mama. Hey, mama. Hi, Flash Darks, mom. Uh, I really like how smart and ridiculous you guys are. You introduced me to ratchetness. Nobody says that mess up here, LOL. And me and my friends love to play Guess the Race right along with you. I'm glad people love Guess the Race. One more thing. Karen. What's up, baby? Your voice is always appreciated. For some reason, I crack up every time you say the thing about it is... And Rod, keep running the best podcast going today. Peace, Flash Dark. Thank you very much, Flash Dark. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, we will keep it going. Yes. Uh, fried chicken is against gay marriage. Five stars from 19 Starlight. 
<laughs> what a name hello rod and karen my roommate showed me an article from spain titled polo frito control matrimonial homosexual un eu oh what the hell does that mean which translates to the fried chicken is against gay marriage in the united states oh lord <laughs> <laughs> not chick-fil-a the fried chicken it actually does feel that way yeah the fried chicken is again yeah that's that's like the chicken was like you know what i'm tired of y'all deep frying me everybody <laughs> should have the right to eat me i'm delicious <laughs> yeah I'm, they need some of those cows out front of chick-fil-a with the signs and it's like anti-gay marriage <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of like eat more chicken they just gonna switch it to like shit about gay people <laughs> just because they're capitalizing off of all this victory like <laughs> oh, you, oh you know what the steakhouse is out of out of, out of have chickens out there talking about eat more beef right yeah well i don't i don't think that's what's gonna happen I, i'm saying like you had the same cows from the chick-fil-a commercial but then the signs are like one man one woman or something like that or, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. adam and steve you know god made adam and eve not adam and steve Ooh. no thumb and louise here Ooh. yeah like just a bunch of racist ass bigot cows and shit oh that'd be classic uh, i'll be laughing so hard snap i was gonna like end the chick-fil-a like topic today but i'm i'm I got more jokes to make tomorrow. <laughs> like I, I wrote down a bunch. And I was like, you know what? I can talk about this one funny. more time because I've officially checked out. Like there's a point where you just break where it's just like, yeah, I can't be serious about chicken any mm-hmm. any longer. No, it's, it's all jokes from here. Yeah. Let's make some jokes about the stupid people in mm-hmm. mind. Uh, maybe the baked chicken is a little more progressive. They say. <laughs> I just think that, yeah, fried chicken is really conservative, but baked chicken's moderate. Um, I just think that the whole issue is getting a bit ridiculous. Anyway, I love your show. It is ridiculous. It's America. That's what we yes, do, man. And I love that translation. That translation is great. We could have a long, hard talk with our grandmas and loved ones that are homophobic. But people like or we gonna... could talk about Chick-fil-A. That, that, <laughs> let's do that's that. That's the point. Uh, let's see. Digging the Logic, Rod and Karen. Five stars by Malcolm Robinson. This is Malcolm L., still a loyal fan of the show. Shout out to my main lead percussionist, Brent from Georgia, for keeping the band playing. One more session, LOL. He is a great sport, and I like his perspective. Um, yeah, because that's uh, this is the same dude that told uh, Brent uh, that he wants him to stop talking so long with him and adding <laughs> one more thing. That ain't going to happen. <clears throat> I have made the Blackout Test my daily commute. Listen, I think you guys are on your way to the top. Like Petey Green. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who is Petey Green? Uh, I don't know. I know that name from somewhere. Anyway, I may not, I may not agree with every point, but I do respect your perspectives. I know so. Like Karen says, I don't know what that, I know so. I get Karen, is that a thing you say now? I, uh, I, it probably is. Okay. All right. Well, um, I got a lot of phrases I constantly repeat that I don't realize I'm repeating them because it's just me. All right, that works. Anyway, man, um, let's go ahead and do some. What did what you say? Reviews and then phone, phone mail, phone, voicemail, phone mails, Lord, phone mails. All right, <laughs> and then voicemails. Let's play some voicemails for everybody, man. Stinky Ashley, wherever you at, girl, suck a dick. And while you're at it, wash your nasty ass. Oh my! For real, Chill? really, really. You ain't know your pussy was stank for a fucking year. Walking around there and shit like everything oh. was all good. You know what I'm saying? Now look, we got the ass 
see that don't stay, she's still scarred. She called him and show all these years later, talking about who? Your nasty, funky ass, man. Uh, non-taking Ashley. Let me tell you. Okay, you know, I respect everybody's mama, okay? And, you know, your mama, you know, she's just beautiful as she want to be. You know, told you to, uh, you know, go get the girl a basket of toiletries. If I was you, I would have got her a bottle of Clorox and a goddamn scrub brush. That's what I would have got her with her nasty ass. One girl, why you didn't tell her she was funky? Huh? Worry about her and her feelings. She ain't care nothing about her and your feelings. Know what I'm saying? Making your eyes water, walking around smelling like ammonia all damn day for a year. Really? Hey, you know what? Good riddance. Good riddance, man. That's all I got to say about that. Funky Ashley. Fuck you. Fuck you for making a non-stinking Ashley feel the way you did. That is just nasty and trifling. Girl, I bet you got all kind of grilled cheese pussy. What the? Girl, please, you should be ashamed of your damn self walking around here. Girl, I know you smelled your damn self. I know you smelled yourself. And I hope you listen to the black guy who tips. You know what? It's a good thing. It's really a good thing that you couldn't afford to go to that damn school no more. Really don't, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't understand. But you know what? It made perfect sense. You couldn't afford soap and a wash rag. So, you know, yeah, what made you think you could afford to go to school? That's just fucking trifling and just nasty, girl. Nasty. And the the man that married you was a nasty nigga. And you don't have nasty ass kids. Oh, what? God. Because you're nasty. <laughs> What's up, Professor LCA? <laughs> How you doing, Miss Lady? How you doing? I see you got everybody bowing down. I, I see you just got everybody bowing down, Professor. You know, hey, it's, it's all good. What can I say? Much respect. Hope you're doing all right. Hey, what's up, Corey and Miss Ass? Little brothers, it was good to finally hear your voice. Hey, you did good, just like Rod said, man. You did good, man. Hey, what you was nervous for? You know what I'm saying? Shit, you should have been like me. Just down the mic and just told everybody to suck your dick and just hung up the phone. <laughs> you was all right with that shit, too. Hey, it was good to hear from you. Everybody else, Black Hotel Nation. Y'all have a good one. I might call back, but then I might not, because y'all know Rob's so damn popular. You know, he be having like 50 voicemails a show, and you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to have him there till 9 o'clock at night, because then, you know what? He'll find a way to blame every damn thing on me. You know what I'm saying? That's just how he's So, everybody out there in Black Out who took patient, y'all have a good one. Peace out. Oh, I say keep that music going, Karen. Oh, she left another voicemail. That's what I'm talking about. First of all, all y'all going to hell because y'all done killed the Chick-fil-A man. That nigga dead, y'all. That nigga dead. Oh, y'all done killed him. All this stress and boycotting. Y'all done killed the Chick-fil-A man. Boy, y'all going straight to hell. Boy, do what I want to come in on back to the Chick-fil-A man. Look, forgive me for beating out the loop. Everybody in my mama know I'm gay. Okay, fine. Whatever. Look, I ain't never had Chick-fil-A, first of all. I really feel like I'm missing out on something. What a time my daddy ashes. God bless that man's soul. Because then he was a good kid to me. But, uh, <clears throat> like I'm saying, I never had no damn Chick-fil-A. You know what I'm saying? But that's beside the point. My thing is, look, you would think that I would be angry. 
but I'm not. Mm. Look, the man just said what he felt. Okay, look, he's, he, you know, he think marriage be between a man and a woman. Ain't the first time a motherfucking gay person done heard that shit before. Okay, fine. Like I say now, gay nation, I'm just speaking for me, you know, because I'm just a kind of motherfucker where I just can't let shit like that. You know, bother me. You know, mm. it's, it's just like Rob said. I mean, really, really, that shit really ain't putting no skins in the game. So I mean, what the fuck? What the fuck? I'm gonna get my blood pressure on eighty fuck. Well, actually, eighty was pretty good. But you know what the fuck I mean? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm gonna get my blood pressure high fuck. You know what I'm saying? But this is my thing. Everybody out there who okay taking a stand to get Chick Fil A. What about all you motherfuckers that own iPhones? Huh? Mm. What about y'all? Oh, I guess it don't bother y'all that them motherfuckers made in China and the working conditions are just deplorable, abominable. I can think of some more shit, horrible, terrible, horrific. I can just go on and on for days. But I guess that don't bother y'all, huh? No, sir. That don't bother y'all as long as y'all get y'all iPads and, and all this other and, and your motherfucking iPods. Ooh, y'all just, y'all good to go, huh? Really? Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, the way I see it, it's like shit. Okay. If you a gay person working at Chick-fil-A, guess what? Chick-fil-A is keeping you from being a homeless motherfucker. You know? Hmm. Might want to rethink that. But if you were in China and you working for motherfucking Apple, man, really? <laughs> really? I mean, we talking about some really real shit, man. I'm not saying one is better than the other, but I mean, at the same time, just, just really? Okay. Hey. I just wanted to put that out there. See what y'all got to say about that. You know, so I think Roger's right. Then you got to pick your battles, man. You know, you, you, you ain't got enough skins in the game. You ain't got the right skins in the game, man. You're fighting a losing battle. What you going to do? Okay, so you going to boycott. Like that motherfucker going out of business. Them motherfuckers ain't like, how are they going to go out of business? If Russia Limbaugh is still on the hill, Chick-fil-A ain't <laughs> right. going no damn well. Say that See again. See what I'm telling you. That's all I had to say. All right, let it go. Uh, watch Neil a little bit. Girl, wa- hey, Karen. What's up? I'm watching these female gymnasts. Boy, you know my big heart is a rock right now. Boy, <laughs> Are those girls even 18? Listen, what they got their legs wide open and open and <laughs> Oh, no. Hey, okay, that was my inner voice. Mm. She let and it out. Peace. Oh, chill. I, I really hope those girls are 18. <laughs> I don't know. I think, so. <laughs> I think Gabby and them little girls are like 16 and shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think, yeah, we've kind of hit on all that stuff with the whole, like, where do people draw their lines? Um, and how far would you take it? You know, like, Target and stuff like that. Um, uh, Walmart. Um, you know, a place like that. Like I saw someone talking about shop at your local business. I'm like, well, if your local business like goes and votes Republican or gives some of their money to, you know, the same foundations and churches and charities, like, did you really do anything? No, I think people feel better when they don't know. I think people feel better when they think that they when they think that they know how what you did versus yeah. the reality of of it. It's like when it comes into reality, all of a sudden I have a right to respond and react to it. When I don't know, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, although I do like uh, I do like people speaking out about the Chick Fil A guy though. Oh yeah, like I'm, I'm be- not mean. I'm not hating that, but it, but it's funny how. People, you know, draw the line of different places, go, well, support your own. How do you know these people don't feel the same as Chick-fil-A? You don't. Yeah, I'm just saying, uh, I do, I like the discourse of um, 
everyone kind of voicing their opinions mm-hmm. about him and, and chick-fil-a and all that mm-hmm. stuff um so I, I like i appreciate it uh and i think it's kind of cool but it's i guess it's kind of like uh when i played the game mass effect 3 mm-hmm. and they have like a, um <clears throat> they have like a percentage thing where you go out you do enough uh missions and then you get like your army ready to go fight this last battle and it keeps you updated the entire time like okay 10 percent 10 percent 20 percent 25 percent 50 percent you know and i'm the guy who waited till i got to 100 percent to go fight this last mission now supposedly you could go do it at 50 percent you go do it you know you can do it at lower but i want to have a hundred percent and it's kind of like that with the whole like if we're gonna like boycott and like really go at people mm-hmm. i just want to have enough people on the side of what i believe is the right thing to make a difference that's right so like when i was looking at um people that were going to boycott i was like i don't know that it's enough people because what happens when these other people come out and start supporting because we we it ends up showing like wait a minute um actually there's a lot more of these bigots than than there are people who like you know are willing to um boycott so uh but the other thing too um was uh I remember on the show, you were saying that um, Chick-fil-A Appreciation Day is something they do every year. Mm -hmm. This was not the same. Ty Diamond actually hit us up on Twitter. This is a separate day. And that's what that's what I thought. Um, Oh, this was I know they do it once a year. Oh, but okay, okay. This is completely different than that. There's no free chicken given out. These are people who stood in line to pay for chicken to show that they do not want gay people to get married. That's exactly what this was. Oh. There, there was no there's no promotion there's nothing uh you know um i forget the, the 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 republican guy's name but um he was the one who designated this day as let's show our support for chick-fil-a which is our also our support against gay marriage and something else i want to talk <clears throat> about since we own it mm-hmm. it's amazing we talked about this before how blacks are always blamed for being against gays and homosexuality majority of the lines not, not that the black people didn't go mm-hmm. them lines was long as shit you know what it was a oh, lot yeah, 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 yeah. of white folks out there yeah well uh, yeah almost every single picture i've seen of chick-fil-a with the lines around the block is all white people okay and and and, and that's, but yeah, that's amazing but, 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 yeah you're black right people black. Are always constantly blamed but it was the line that's all i seen right i think it's more from a like hey you guys have a shared struggle so all of you should be on our side and i get that because i i kind of agree with them i, I don't i don't see why black people would ever oppose would ever be for the oppression of someone else but i guess that's just like the thing in america is mm-hmm. you know because then like why would like italians be against black people why would the irish not like italians why would you know what i mean mm-hmm. like people just do that but but yeah i i am firmly on the side of if you black you should have more understanding but you know what does that matter people don't give a fuck yeah but I, but yeah I just, when I, I just thought that was funny yeah now. when you see the lines it's a lot of white people yeah and, about how when they put out the votes and shit get right. voted down all of a sudden the black people came out in rows and you're like yeah right yeah i also think it's a strategy to keep um to keep that infighting going on the, on the liberal side where like black people are fighting gay people about whose oppression dick is bigger and it doesn't really help like Mm-mm. it's like okay so aren't we both gonna vote democrat yes okay well we let's let's work on the people that actually completely say fuck us like let's go work on the other people and, and work together on shit but i feel them though man because i i find it highly 
problematic when black people are like oh you know i don't even want gay people to get married and uh, you know or, or whatever you know i don't think mm-hmm. you know i think they should be uh busting illegal Im- immigrants this way and it's just like um <laughs> i don't know if uh i don't know if i want to be on that side i kind of want to be on the other side of history that is always pushing people to do more mm-hmm. but yeah whatever um let's play the next voicemail also from chill she catching up she was on it yeah she she had quite a ways to go i guess so yeah remember she was she was on vacation oh why isn't this voicemail playing play hey what's up y'all it's montoyas hey i was just listening to the uh the man well was... this is not chill i don't know why chill's voicemail won't play but yeah Uh-oh. she left another voicemail that Would it go, refuses go, to play does that go back to oh uh, you can uh, you go to it like that oh yeah okay i'll try I'll try uh try this method. Uh-oh. See if this works. I think she calling in, baby. Oh. Yo, yo, yo with the black out tells what's up. Hey man, I ain't nah. You actually just he called said, while we were trying to play your third voicemail. I don't know what it was because it won't play. It was only like a minute long. But uh Okay, cool. Okay, you know what? That's karma because you know what? The first part I wanted y'all to hear Come, I watch them on my I watch them on my iPhone, so I gotta boycott them now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm just, you know, what I'm saying, cause I don't know. I'm watching all this shit about Chick Fil A, and I'm thinking, really, this this is what gay rights have been reduced to, motherfucking chicken. <laughs> chicken. <laughs> really? really? Now it's like now you know me. I mean, personally, you know, like I said I'm with you. I'm, 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 you know, I take your point of view. Like, really? Come on now. But I'm looking at all the whole situation. I'm just like. Okay, so uh, this is all coming down to chicken. So okay, yeah, that's that's what we fighting for. Okay, chicken, chicken. It's gonna be the end of the all of our fight. Chicken, motherfucking chicken. <laughs> I, I would, I, I would love if uh, gay, if gay marriage got like an official amendment in the Constitution, and it was called the the chicken uh, amendment. Because <laughs> shit got chicken so ridiculous, but, but it was chicken that did it that finally woke everybody up. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> man, you know, man, you know how many niggas would be offended by that? What <laughs> chicken whole career? Chicken had a strike. You know how many niggas would be offended by that shit? Right. It's like we got chicken, we got chicken this far, and this is what you do to us? You betray <laughs> us, chicken? You walk away? You protest? How dare you? <laughs> Are you suck a dick, no chicken? Oh, shit. Hey, chicken. Hey, I'm going to hang up and call you, look at my letter, and my cell phone go 
Okay. Okay, so just stay tuned. All right, all right. All right. Hey, ba- hey, baby, mm-hmm. niggas would be hot, boy. They mess around and put Texas P out of business. Could you imagine that protest? People take their Texas P and splash it on a chicken because they protest. You won't protest no more. <laughs> I just can't. I just, yeah, I think Chill has a point that, it, I mean, I guess that's where I checked out was that it was just that ridiculous over chicken. Yes. Yo, yo, you back on, Chill. All right, all right. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, technical difficulties. Just minor technical difficulties, you know. And no problem. You can't get around and shit. But, yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, yeah. And I'm tired to say, y'all did kill the Chick-fil-A spokesman because didn't that motherfucker just up and down all of a sudden? Yeah, and he was like the PR department, like, dude. Wow. So, you, like, that was a direct, like, his, his job got stressed <laughs> out. Yeah, but I'm like, oh my god, it ain't that serious, bro. It's shit. <laughs> hey, but for real talk, though, I, you know, I'm, I'm real, this is real talk. You know, because like I say, like when I say we don't have chick fil in Miami, like now understand, Miami is a big motherfucking city. Right. In my part of town, we ain't got no chick fil A's. And the, the parts of Miami they do, look, I'm not finna motherfucking be driving no 30, 45 minutes to find no goddamn chick fil A. Right. It just ain't motherfucking happening. But you know what? I'm so tempted. And you know, I might go out and get me a Chick fil A sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 pussy eater, yeah, yeah, I'm a straight pussy eater, I'm finna go, I'm finna go find me some Chick-fil-A, I'm finna find what all this goddamn madness is about, so goddamn it, I, I just got to know, man. Why well, everybody losing their minds? What you say? I said, why well, everybody over here losing their minds and protesting over chicken? Man, and then they gonna have the motherfucking kiss in. I'm like, okay, so what the fuck is that gonna do? What, 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 I, I'm just like, you know what, gay people, I'm just so, I'm just so embarrassed right now. Like, <laughs> where we going with this? Just, where we, we going, going with this? It's not okay, like, it's not okay, like, so uh, we right, right? Okay, but then, we gonna, we gonna have a kiss in. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm really just not following this right now. I'm like, just, I don't, like, the thing is, it's funny, is, like, about the kissing, it's like, it's not like the actual people who work at Chick-fil-A are against gay people. You know what I mean? It's not like mm-hmm. to get a job at Chick-fil-A, yeah. you gotta be against, so it's like, some dude is literally making seven twenty-five an hour, like, sweeping the lobby, and then y'all making out in front of him. It's not like he's going, ugh, oh my god, it's everywhere, like. Hey, you sweep around, you keep it pushing. Like, no, excuse me, can, can I get that crumb underneath your feet? Excuse me, ma'am, I get off at three, so you guys yeah, can just. Yeah, yeah, Could you move to the left so I take trash out? out. like a motherfucker. That's right. the kind of guy I'm jack off for the next 30 days. Yeah. <laughs> Like uh, someone, uh, I saw an article where they were, the title was like Chick Fil A employees call police on gay kissing or something. I was like, what? So I clicked on it. Right? Uh-huh. Come to find out, man, they called the police because the fucking media was asking the employees questions while they was trying to work. <laughs> I called the police too because you can't work like that. Like, they don't give a fuck, man. Like that's the thing. I guess. For me, I never look for morality from corporate America because I no. I don't expect corporate America to be moral. Like I just don't like, you know. I think if they could make a buck off of like slavery, they would go right back to that shit. It's just illegal now. And, 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 like, they don't give a fuck about nothing but money. And the and the problem I have is that how can the media think it's legal to bother somebody while they own the clock? 
They right. are not the, any representation of and the company. But, you know, it's really ironic, too, because it's not like the dude behind the counter is going to be like, well, you know, I got a problem with homosexual. Like, that dude is like, mm. ma'am. I want my paycheck. Ma'am, uh, number, do you want a number six? Or yeah. Do you, like, yeah. You want would you like waffle that? fries with yeah. that? Yes. You want a banana pudding milkshake? If you ain't talking about that, get out my line, please. Right. Just sitting yeah. the camera yeah. in his face. That dude ain't got no fucking media training. You put a fucking yeah. mic in his face. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> This is my thing, and you know, call me crazy, but hey, maybe I'm one of the crazy ones. Look, I'm still all for the idea that you can say what the fuck you want to say, right. long as you ain't hurting nobody or, or putting your hands on nobody. Now, look, now, like I say, now Chick Fil A has, you know, is, is um, not hiring people because of their sexual orientation. That's one thing. Right. That's right. It up. But all the men say, hey, I believe that marriage between a man and a woman. You know what? I don't agree with your view. Right. Hey, you, you, you got the right to feel the way you feel. It's, it's all good. And you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, look, there are things that I don't like. And I wish a motherfucker would tell me I can't say what the fuck I want to say. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, 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 and take me through the ring of cousin. So I'm just like, you know what? My thing is like, like you say, right? Look, if you don't like what a company stands for, don't buy their product. It's yeah. as simple as that. that. I mean, what you gonna boycott from? Just outside it. Man, it, it's just all bullshit. But I'm just looking at this like, Lord, my gay movement. We, we just all, we just all fucked up right now. And you know what? I, now I'm gonna keep it real though. One thing that I really wish did happen with all this boycotting, and um, I'm surprised it didn't. Is I was looking forward to glitter bombs. You know, oh, that'd have been great. Glitter bombs are my <laughs> shit. Like I know, I know I a lot of people. Glitter bombs. Yeah, a lot of people yeah, don't like the glitter bomb shit. I am that's all about that. That's my favorite form of protest. That yes. glitter bomb shit is annoying. As, like I don't want that to happen to me. That like you know you how this get glitter shit off, you? off for three months. Yeah, like I I like that shit. When they catch like Mitt Romney with a glitter bomb, I'll be like, good fuck him. He gonna be sparkling <laughs> for six months now. Right. I like that shit, man. So yeah. I was I wanted to see some more of that shit, man. I mean, you know, I guess they just didn't do it this time, but man. Hey, you know what? I, I know y'all got to keep it moving, but yeah. you know, hey, I just say, fuck it, I'm going to break in y'all motherfucking show today because I'm like, I'm tired of this <laughs> we shit. We miss I, y'all. Two, you miss you two weeks, man? Come on. Man, this, oh, this is real shit. Well, um, uh, Ken, I know you listen, but I know Rob really listens. Now, I'm listening to, to Five Star, uh, you know, yeah. I'm just not mm-hmm. catching up. So, <clears throat> during the course of the show, Boston was talking about something. I forget what he's saying. I forget what the topic was, but he's talking about, you know, uh, something about the guy who... Who just you know make make bombs and blow shit up out of nothing? And he called it dude Magruder. Now I'm thinking, now Magruder, it's, I'm gonna ask yeah. you, is Magruder an actual comic book villain or something, or did that <laughs> nigga mean MacGyver and he just tanked? Nah, it's I, uh, it's McGruber and he's a uh Saturday night Saturday Night Live parody of MacGyver. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, he got so. he got a movie and everything. Okay, see, because I didn't know, because I'm like, nah, I ain't finna call talk, so I ain't nigga, you tainted me dead ass wrong, because I'm like, okay, because, you know, <laughs> a lot of shit I just ain't no problem. Right, I'm like, yeah. Me too, don't I'm feel the bad. same way, like, I double check my tanks now, because I hate, like, my new thing is people tanking when they catch somebody, they think they caught somebody tanking and they didn't, I like that. Like, someone tried to get me the other day, like, hey, man, you said such and such. I was like, nigga, that was the joke. 
That yeah. was I said it wrong on, <laughs> on purpose, purpose, so yeah, that's not a tank. Yeah, yeah. Ain't like that motherfucker, that sparkle tank. That shit was classic. <laughs> what was it like? Eight references in that what were it called? Shine and, yeah. and glitter. <laughs> yeah. They were like, well, what the fuck? Hey, I was just like, man, I was in that bitch rolling, man. I was like, uh-huh. and I was like, man, I know Rob, this is this shit. I know this nigga just chucking it up. Oh, <laughs> you know, I be at work sweating, man. Those, those, yeah. That tank of the week section always hit me right. I'll try to save it for the afternoon. Cause it's gonna- <laughs> Get me hey, through but work. you know what? Nah, the, 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 the Batman tape, you know what? I'm going to have to write Bossa up a little memo because I sit in the motherfucker's head, so he going to Bossa. I question the validity of them shit because them <laughs> shit sounds stupid. I'm thinking to myself, okay, I, can, I, I could prove to but I'm like, I want to send my memo like, you can thank the people in Georgia because that's where I heard them motherfuckers from. <laughs> all them people, when I was on vacation, all them motherfuckers came out the state of Georgia. Black Hole Sun, that's real talk. Batman, Black Hole Sun, Batman, Van Moon all them shit came out of the state of Georgia. I don't know what the fuck, how the pecan pie they was eating. That shit might have been resting that day because, I mean, I was just like, oh, I got to write this shit down. I, I didn't even I didn't even know that was you that sent those in, chill. When I heard that, I also was like, no way in fucking hell is that true. If I would have known it was you, I'd been like, "Oh, that's that's a hundred percent." Man, that's way, that's way. Oh, come on, how yeah. can you make up black hole sun? <laughs> how can you make up rise and shine? How can you make that shit? Because you know, like I say, you know, niggas just be talking to shit. But I'm like, right. you gonna I'm go like, see really you? Know, Batman, Batman, what? And this one got me. Batman three the sequel. I'm like, yes, <laughs> sir. And I'm like, I'm all excited to see it finished in this shit. I sent my shit in. Now, 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 came at them. They, they put him. He was awesome. I got a question of a little bit That shit sounds stupid. I was so crushed. I was so hurt. I'm like, well, God damn. I don't know what to do. I shit in. I don't know what to do. I'm like, God damn. That's it to the fucking people in GA, bro. I was just like, fuck it, yeah, those are <laughs> good ass good. takes, man. Those That's all great. good. But, hey, but hey, you know what? I don't know. Well, fuck it. I'm drunk now, so I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I hooked up with one of your listeners from the show when I was on vacation, right? What? No, I did not know that. You know I got that pussy, right? Oh, no, I, I mean, I'm, I guess I know now. I guess we know now. That, hey, that was the second part of that goddamn message. You know I got that pussy, right? Yes, mm. sir. <laughs> well, hold I'm it like, down, I guess. Black guy who kills. Black guy who kills. <laughs> yes, sir, buddy boy. Thank you, black guy who kills. <laughs> I, guess some of the, I guess some of them dicks got put to use. Yes, they did. Black guy who tips. Thank you, black guy who tips. <laughs> 50% off. Yes, TBGWT. Hey, how you doing, boo-boo? Yes, sir. I thought I was going to say something you're not gonna say the name, but you you did tap that ass. Yeah, this is yeah. The, 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 the name is Gigi. Yeah. That's oh, Gigi. Name. Okay. Okay. Gigi. Yeah, that, that's her name. All right. Well, got Gigi. that ass. Got that pussy, dog. You know I had to get that. Pussy. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> chill. <laughs> chill. You sound I'm like. Right now, I'm, I'm talking a little bit too much shit. <laughs> chill. You sound like uh, you sound like Tommy from Martin. 
Huh? You know Tommy on Martin, the, the GTD? Like, what's GTD? Got the drones! <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> they started jumping around, and they was they was dabbing each other up, talking about got the draws, dog. He got the draws. <laughs> 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 hey, though, so, hey, you know I had to call talk to my people, man. I love y'all. You too, too. Y'all take love it easy too. and uh, get on, get over, get, get the okay. show, so y'all can go eat y'all sushi and shit. I'll holler at y'all. All right? We will. Thank peace. you, Jeff. All right, peace. Oh, I, I guess the black guy who tips is is uh is more than just tipping cash we tip we tipping pussy and dick too <laughs> apparently people are fucking each other man we gotta get back to the voicemails um hey call back brent man we still ain't finished the voicemails <laughs> call back call yeah back soon chill, as chill can't listen live so we just had to you know we gotta roll with whatever chill does yeah as soon as we finish call back brent all right did we finish the voicemail from um the other one no we didn't play her last one no 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 her okay. last one wouldn't play but okay did we finish the, this one no for montaurus no we started okay that. What's up, right. y'all? It's Montoyas. Hey, I was just listening to the uh, the Man Isle show, and y'all brought up the Dane Cook thing. And I, 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 after that show ended, I went straight to the After Black from uh, this week in Blackness, and I listened to you to uh, Rod call in, man. Yo, you, I was thinking I was starting to tweet this stuff, and then you <laughs> called in, and before I could get out from my mind to the to the damn phone. You were saying the same shit I was thinking, dog. I wanted to say you handled yourself real good on that call. And uh, anyway, man, just another kiss-ass call. Hey, but y'all take it easy. I let you. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for calling my toys. And, uh, yeah, um, um, <clears throat> you know, the Dane Cook, we talked about it on the show. Mm-hmm. And then they talked about it on After Black about comedians, where you draw the line, mm-hmm. what – what can be funny what can't and that's right what what about the boycott culture of comedy now where they're trying to mm-hmm. shut people down for saying shit they don't like mm-hmm. um and uh yeah was, so i just talked about it with elon and he had a comedian friend on and uh i thought it was a good conversation too i did too um all right let's next voicemail hey what's good Ryder cash boy hey dub just checking in with y'all man still behind a little bit listening to our last thursday show i think it was three thirty seven. Uh, a couple different things just wanted to chime in on, man. Um, you know, once again, Rob found something we agree on, man, the whole Jay-Z versus Nas thing. Obviously, um, you know, that's one of those things that can always be debated, like pot versus big or whatever the case may be, man. It's just one of those unending debates. Um, but I definitely fall on the side of Jay. Um, you know, I think Ether and the whole, you know, lyrical jab perspective, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, uh, couldn't agree more. Nas got him there, but you know, overall, I think Jay just broke him down, especially with the, you know, the line about you know, the four high out, al- the, the one high album in ten years or whatever, <laughs> homie, I can divide. Yeah, that that was that was pretty sick. Um, and, you know, another thing, man, I couldn't agree more. Um, with uh, and uh, with uh, you guys talk about Black History Month, and honestly, I can say. I think the entire education system needs to overhaul. Um, they need to completely change the paradigm of the way we teach our kids. I mean, it's completely outdated. Um, it's definitely a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. And with the way they try to make everybody feel so special and try to tell everyone they're different every day, um, why the hell are they trying to teach everybody the same way? It just doesn't make sense. And, I don't know if it's just arrogance or just outright the fact that they don't want to spend the money to do it or whatever the case may be. 
Um, but if you know, if, if we want to keep our status as quote unquote the best country in the world, you know, at some point we do need to change the way we teach our children because we are definitely falling behind in all aspects of education. And, and it's sad, man. You know, if you ever get a chance to spend some time in another country, you can see, man. You know, people people have a different view on Americans than we have of ourselves. That's mm-hmm. damn true, man. But mm-hmm. anyway, man, um, getting ready to enter Groundhog Day or uh, camp for anybody that's familiar with football. Um, every day is like the day before it, bro. It's a damn shame. <laughs> anyway, man, keep rocking the summer, LeBron. Uh, keep doing y'all thing, and I'm gonna holler at y'all. Please. Cool. Well, thank you very much for the phone call, A Dub. And um, yeah, uh, that that Groundhog Day man is gonna be uh pretty messed up. Uh, but you know, you guys do that shit every summer. Don't What's know the how. Groundhog Day camp is football camp. He's about oh, to go. Oh, I was I was thinking, nigga, it ain't February. What's we talking about Groundhog Day? <laughs> okay, <laughs> and uh, also. <laughs> I mean, not 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 that I'm insulting you or nothing like that, but I'm I'm the one that's confused. And also, yeah, uh, we you know we talked at length about how education, how especially history specifically, is even viewed in America. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think if, until we stop making history about uh, how good we feel about it, then we're not going to be learning all of it. Because most of it's just about having kids walk out with a confidence and like a America is the best, we're the greatest. We never, you know, did anything. Like, wrong, and, and, yeah. and, and in order to do that, you basically have to whitewash so much of history, and um, <clears throat> you end up denigrating anybody who's not really white because you know like if you're not white, you got some bad history with white people. That's just how it is, you know. Um, it, even if you're you know Irish and even if you're you know whatever you know Jewish. Um, if you don't, if we don't learn about it, um, then, uh, while the kids might feel better, they didn't actually, they don't actually know history. No, they don't. And I do agree with him. When you go, if you want the best news about America, you literally have to read what other countries say about us to get the truth sometimes about what actually happens in here. Even a lot of our news media has presented to us. It's presented, it's presented skewed in some way, shape, form, or fashion. A lot of people don't understand that. And when you talk to people in other countries, they think a lot of stuff about us that we're number one. And they like, niggas, y'all stupid. Well, not, ju- not just that. I mean... <clears throat> I think if you really want to know how people feel about America, you need to play Xbox Live and you need to play Call of Duty True. with some kids from overseas, man, because they'll talk shit to you. And then you like, oh, yeah, it is right. You know, it's like, oh, you fat American. You want a hamburger? You're like, wow, that's I that's actually yeah. that actually is a good point. We do want hamburgers. <laughs> Look at me. I'm American. I wear a flag. You're like, mm, OK. I see you, dog. Um, but nah, man, I, I, I do think, uh, we do have an overinflated sense of ego with our country. You know, that's just what happens, dog, with, uh, America. It's what happens when you win a lot. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, it's like Batman going to fight Bane where it's like victory has already defeated you. Like, you win enough, you start thinking that you the shit without just showing up. It's like, we America, bitch. What's up? No. Yeah, <laughs> not realizing somebody out there working out getting ready to whoop your ass. Yeah. So, meanwhile, you owe China all the money and shit. Say that again. I don't care. I'm American, bitch. I got this. Mm-hmm. And then we, and then we just make sure to leave all of that shit out of uh, our classes for te- for education and shit. Hello. Just like, don't teach the kids about the deficit. They don't need to know we. This school is owned by China. <laughs> yes, and they'll be paying for the rest of their lives too. 
Rod. Hey, Karen. Shirley here, a.k.a. Cho from thechonilla.com. Shirley. Um, I mean, Shirley. Episode 337. I know we've been going back and forth on Twitter. Covering my guests. Anywho, um, I, I just wanted to say thanks so much for talking about that topic, and you brought a perspective, actually, that I never even just kind of dawned to me. And um, I realized that, uh, you know, here in Canada, it's not highly pushed, as mentioned, as we mentioned on our show, um, the whole Black History Month, um, especially in schools. It's, it's, it's kind of at the teacher's discretion, if you will, which is rare, and it's very rare that in school, in the classrooms, that um, they would teach that. Um, but one of the things I, I have realized that in my youth especially, when it's February, and I think more kids need to do this, uh, more people need to do this, but, um, you know, we would get a lot of community uh, community clubs, um, you know, Caribbean clubs, um, uh, you know, communal type of places, starts really having a lot of workshops and classes during February for Black History Month. And it dawned to me, listening to what you were talking about, that in the States, it seems you guys start looking at eyes on the prize, and, and you're absolutely right. Because even in the schools, the teachers that do teach to the students at school, it's very oriented to, all right, white people, time to feel guilty, and all right, black people, time to feel, you know, real pissed about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the, on the community front, in the within the community, when they do have these classes and workshops, it is highly positive. It's much more focused. It's no eyes on the prize video. And it's more trying to research and dig, dig deep on finding history, black history of people who've contributed in actual history, people who were assisting doctors back in the days that we don't even know about, people who were uh, um, part of, you know, giving ideas or, or being inventors, but because they were black, it wasn't talked about or the ideas were stolen from them. So it, it's a lot more of that, and I think that's that's what's more needed, not just mm-hmm. for black people but for any race. As I mentioned in Canada, I think in Canada the number one race and, 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 and culture that needs a history for a month, I would even say three months to just all the time, is Native history. That is just so important, especially with, with the genocide that occurred to them. I mean, it's so sad. Um, but um, anyway, I just wanted to kind of share that with y'all, and it, it brought that perspective on Black History Month, more positivity. I love what you just said about getting historians, people who are aware of the history, to kind of talk about the other aspects of Black history that we that's not mentioned, you know, that's outside of the Malcolm X and the, the, the you know, Martin Luther King, et cetera, et cetera. Anywho, love, love you guys so much. Love the show. Um, and hopefully we'll talk soon. <laughs> Bye. Um, first of all, thank you for calling, Shirley. Thank you, Shirley. Um, and, yeah, I think that topic was uh, brought up by Karen on mm-hmm. the show um so because she had um you know heard about uh heard heard your show and at the time i hadn't even heard what clove said so it was really kind of um different 
because since i hadn't heard what, what he said i just kind of was like this is probably about what he said and it was uh weird watching them listen to it and on twitter being like yep that's you got it right and i was like wow that's you know because i assume that clove is not crazy no he's a rational <laughs> yeah he's he's a rational logical person yes right. he's not so, gonna say anything outlandish like in that. our chat room when we were talking about i was looking at our chat room and i was singing like man it's just white privilege talking and you know clove was doing this and that and i was just like i don't think clove would just mm-hmm. be irrationally white privileged and like ridiculous with his points i think nope um that you know there's and i went and listened to it about you know now mm-hmm. and uh I, I just think that it makes sense to a certain extent you know to a certain type of person like it's so obvious like why aren't we just doing this like why aren't yep. we just teaching this history as part of our history and not separate and but equal just straight up this is history and it needs to be taught in the context of everything else we're teaching Mm -hmm. don't teach about the pilgrims and skip over the indians you know don't teach about um you know uh john jfk or martin luther king or stuff like that but just kind of skip over civil rights don't teach about you know uh the industrial revolution but skip over you know slavery before that you know Mm -hmm. like like to me that is a rational point of view and i think that's more what he was saying was like if we were constantly on this shit which is actually the more interesting parts of history we wouldn't have to worry so much about black history month because it's like you don't need it if you're doing it all the time already not specifically for black people but you're teaching all of history all of history in context all nationalities all backgrounds right. all creeds all colors and that's all we ask for um, the whitewashing is where most we have a problem with because you're skipping and you're and you're not doing everything. And I think that, and maybe I might be wrong, but I think part of the whole purpose of like the Black History Month is like, especially once segregation in and slavery and things, and the people say, hey, we gotta get out, we gotta let people know that we contributed. And people say, what's the only way we can contribute? It? Let's make a month where we're forced to talk about black people. Because yeah. it's not in the school system. People are not talking about us. And I think, I, I may, like I said, I, I hadn't done my history, but I'm assuming that that's what happened. Where, where it's almost was forced for people to talk about it. Mm. Because if it wasn't for that, it wouldn't have been talked about at all. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I want to say it was Adam Clayton Powell. Uh, I read I read his book, Adam by Adam. It's like an autobiography. Mm-hmm. And like there was so much interesting stuff in there about the civil rights movement in itself. And the conflict within the civil rights movement and how he was able to like, you know, he like he kind of visualized MLK as a little bit of a diva and uh, the South and, and, and a lot of the people in the South as, you know, um, while they had their own um, civil rights movement going, he was like, you know, I don't think you guys are necessarily doing it the right way. You're not worried about Negroes in the North, blah, blah, blah. And, and like, you know, it was an interesting read to be like, huh, so this dude dealt with Martin Luther King and Jesse Jackson and, you know, talked to him a certain type of way and, like, manipulated them to some extent and, like, used them for political leverage and shit in certain situations. And it was, like, much more interesting than reading that Malcolm Martin Luther King got shot. Say that you know, again. it's just, as, as tragic as that was, it's actually so much more to the story that you know if i think kids would find more interesting if to be like so this was being played against this and this was happening to that i mean we've had uh the same situations where we were like uh we've um 
watch like kids cartoons now and it's like the justice league is straight up uh you know full of deep levels of emotion and thought and like um you know i I think my six-year-old niece was actually watching rugrats the other day and she was like angelica is jealous of babies or something like that's like kids can understand these concepts of jealousy envy anger um selfishness like they can understand these and i think we when we put it past the kids to be like well you're just a kid all you need to know is martin luther king died for our sins and put him on the cross and church fans I think we do ourselves a disservice because your kids are never going to fucking learn anything. All they're doing is sitting around going, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I learned that slavery lasted two paragraphs of history, you know, and, and it's an unfair, um, uh, it's unfair to them. And then, you know, when we were talking about America in the context of just, uh, how we view ourselves, it's why we view ourselves so high and mighty. Cause we don't know shit. If you don't know shit, you just make up shit. It's just like, we're the best you know like shut up we shut down world war ii baby it's like high five like that that's the confidence that we have but is it uh truly earned confidence is it truly learned is it you know and shouldn't there like people say well we don't want uh specifically white students to have a guilt associated with it but is it guilty if it like is it guilt um is it is guilt too high a price to pay if it's grounded in truth if learning truth is what causes you to feel some way then isn't that learn isn't that effective learning isn't it working when you do have an emotional attachment to what you learned today and i'm not saying you should dwell in the guilt but like if we just kind of sprinkled it in throughout all of the stuff that we learned you won't have it won't be as intense during black history month you won't want to run from black history month you'll be like yeah okay so this is what happened to native americans i didn't do it but we are all benefiting from it. Yeah, and also, too, I think that people ain't shit and people are selfish. Right. So their temporary inconvenience of the reality of learning the truth is more important to them at the time than the betterment of people in general. Right. And even the betterment of themselves in the long run. All right. Next voicemail. Hey, guys. Smith the West Side. Hey, quick question. Does Chick-fil-A still serve that Oreo milkshake? Also, does Chick-fil-A know the definition of irony? <laughs> all right, that's all I wanted. Peace. Uh, all right, uh, next voicemail. I don't know the answer to that, by the way. Hi, Rod and Karen. This is Camille. I was going to try to Oh, wait, hold on. Actually, let me stop this. I forgot to bring up one more point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of fucked up that um, we have to have the out of school teaching of the kids. Now, I'm not saying that doesn't, that's not good, but it's fucked up that we've kind of like yeah. legislated or outsourced the actual education about history of minorities to our community centers. Yeah, because that's the only way a lot of a lot of people, period. That's how learn. I learn. You're going to have to go to the African American Culture Arts Center. You're yeah, gonna have that's to go how to I learn. The Indian Center or, or whatever other and centers I, I, that you have. Like in order to find out that you know black people have visited America before uh, you know the Pilgrims, I had to read before the Mayflower. You yeah. know, in order to talk about the discussion of what color actually was. Um, you know, you know, how, how did the Bible take place in Africa? But every depiction of Jesus I've seen in American society has been a white man. 
we had to read what color was Jesus. And, it, and it's not like the book goes, he definitely black, but it's just one of those things. Where it's like, no one's ever going to bring that question up, you know? And then when you're, not. and when you're other, when you're not, you know, white in America, it is a thing that you would, that you've thought about. And it, when no one discusses it, it just grows and uh, it gets worse. You know, I think yeah. people uh, don't, they don't appreciate the idea of conversation actually helping and ending things and like and, and answering does. questions. It does. It does so much more than people are willing to admit. A lot of the issues and a lot of racial tension that we have between um, people of color and the police, people of color and the government, people of color, and even how some people of color feel about nationality and, and, and pro-America, you right. know, has a lot to do with these issues never got addressed, these issues never got talked about. People go, yes, I'm America, but fuck y'all and all this happy-go-lucky because I don't believe that and ain't nobody done shit for me. That comes from somewhere. That shit is not made up. Right. Hi, Rod and Karen. This is Camille. I was going to try not to call today, but, you know, well, this week, but you see how that worked out? Okay. Um, fuck makeup. I don't like it. And the girls that, a lot of the girls that were, you know, growing up, they, their face is all messed up. And I'm one of the people that was always asked, like, why don't you wear makeup by those girls? Mm. And I still don't like it. I like eyeliner and mascara every once in a while. But, yeah, I can't wear all that stuff on my face. I did it once, and now it's for my junior prom. And I'm almost 27, so, yeah. Okay, um, what was the other thing I wanted to say? Tipping. Oh, the black guys. All right. I tip all the time. And like you, it hurts me to, like, even if the service is really bad, it hurts me to not tip them. But there were two occasions where, I just could not do it. They were horrible, horrible, horrible. So what did I do? I wrote them a note on the back of the receipt, and I told them why I did not tip them. Mm. So I guess that's a tip in itself, but it's about money, <laughs> and I'm sure they wanted money. And I don't fuss at waiters or waitresses either because I don't know what they do back there. Uh, that's the other thing. Oh, the massage. I hate y'all. I really hate y'all. <laughs> that shouldn't have been all sexual. <laughs> I did not get that much work done during that whole part about the massage. <laughs> I was fine. Well, I, you're perv. It's great, though. <laughs> but I'm sure that y'all did the hanky-panky and everything right after the show was over. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I've gotten a massage once. My ex uh, surprised me with one, and there was actually a dude that did mine, and he was he was hot. Yes, he was kind of cute, and I loved it. And it just makes you want to go to sleep, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, you not pay all that money to go to sleep. You can go to sleep at home, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had to fight it and enjoy every second of it. Tell us about that I massage. Thought it was like great, and I need to go get one now. Okay, that's all. Bye. That's all? That's all you had to say about the massage? Oh, cut out the African rain music. <laughs> yes, African jungle music. Cut that down, sir. Um, Yeah, the makeup thing, like I said, I've seen more pressure come from women than men about women wearing makeup. And uh, there is a judgment attached to that normally, you know. Mm-hmm. There's uh, some women that wear and they don't judge. That's fine. But a lot of, wi- a lot of women, more than other women, are willing to admit 
just because you you the one i'm talking to don't judge a lot of people do <laughs> yeah a lot of people do and they use it to tear each other down yes, and stuff do. like that um and i forgot her second thing that she was saying um so I guess we'll just move on. She talked about the massages. She talked about... She said something before the massages. But yeah, the makeup thing, I'm with you on. Um, so, understood. Hey, this your boy, Daz. Daz, what this up? This whole Chick-fil-A shit has gone too fucking far. I know what everybody's called in talking about it. And it's been a different reaction. Um, you know, where anybody's from. I'm from the South. And, you know... Down here in the Bible Belt, there's gonna be a lot of people lining up. Shit was sold out. I don't go to Chick Fil A, not because of uh, boycotting or anything. I've tried it before. I don't even like the waffle fries. Anybody like it? It's cool, whatever. It's kind of tad bit dry to me, but yeah, they, they Popeyes come out and say something about they people. I'll be like, damn. But they're shrimping them fucking biscuits. <laughs> and, and, and furthermore than that, it's just, you, you really get to see people act a damn fool about how much they don't like gay people or how much they don't like uh, anti-gay, whatever. It's, it, it's, it should be a happy medium. At least agree to disagree. It, it just is fucking outrageous. I, I just need to keep my fucking mouth shut at work. Like, <laughs> exactly about some shit like that. Politics, abortion, mm-hmm. and right in the workplace. Uh, we gonna vote for it to keep my fucking mouth shut. Mm-hmm. I can't seem to do that. But somehow, <clears throat> it, it's safe to do that here because you've got some like-minded individuals. Or, yeah, at work, and you try to do the same shit. Why makes it easy sounding, you know, being an advocate for pro-game marriage or whatever. But when you try to do a ride, this show should come with a uh, don't try this at home because you will not <laughs> ride or care. <laughs> because it is, shit just gets overblown and taken way beyond proportion. You can't boycott co-workers because you need your shit. Just Look at them, say, hey, what's up, and you're you working. Keep on going. Peace. 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 That's that sounded frustrated yeah, and tired. And the, and the thing about it, <laughs> oh, thing, and the thing about it is that a lot of people don't really understand when coworkers bring this up. There, there are several techniques, and a lot of people use the wrong techniques. You don't engage in the conversation. That's the problem. Mm. And when people bring it up, people just want to engage in the conversation. Now, a lot of times you do just some things. You just give them a blank stare and let them talk. And when they talk, just say, okay, um, you can believe that, but uh, I got to go back to work. You yeah. know, um, like, like, like you really have to get it to the point or do like me sometimes change, completely change the subject to something completely different. If you want to engage in the conversation with them um, or do also what I do. Pretend like it's something else away from your desk and be like, oh, you know what? I got to do such, 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 and walk away. I do that. That's that's another technique I use, too. Um, or pretend like you got an important email. Um, or you be like, you know what? Oh, I got this going. Or you be like, you know what? I would love to talk to you, but I got this deadline. I such, 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 such. It's all types of techniques to get them to shut the fuck up because the working environment is not the place for that. And like you said, you got to work with people. But you can do it in a nice and polite way without being ugly. Now, people get too, too, too aggressive about it. 
sometimes you just have to turn around and be like, you know what? I don't want to talk about this. Like, you don't want to get to that point. But for some people, you have to. Um, because some people don't know that the work, well, they do, but they don't give a shit. The working environment is not the place for me to hear your political beliefs, your, um, uh, relate, uh, religious beliefs, your beliefs about abortion. This is not the environment for that. And now you have some coworkers, they just want to hear about opinion, but not that. Basically, they just want to talk, and then they want you to talk, and so then they can judge you. Uh, that's why a lot of people even ask those questions anyway, so they can judge you. Do you vote or not? Who cares? Who gives a shit? Like I said, those are the techniques that I use to each its own. Maybe other people have other techniques to get around that, but I don't want to talk about that in work because I got to work with you. And honestly, I'm going I'm to mess around and hurt your fucking feelings in the working environment. We got to work together. I don't want you looking at me sideways because I said something crazy to you that you didn't agree with. Why did you bring it up if you really couldn't handle the truth? Because you think your truth is the only truth. Uh, I'll just say this, man. I keep it very, very simple. Uh, say what you want, buy what you want, believe what you want. Um, that's fine. You got, you know, you want to have public discourse. This debate has been great. I really have enjoyed watching both sides mm-hmm. go hard and all that stuff. But um, at the end of the day, are you going to go to the polls? Because I went my ass to the polls. I called Karen and made her go to the polls. Yes, he did. And we voted for gay people to get married. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do that as many times as, as, as it, it takes. Comes up. As many times the issue is raised, I will always yep. fight for that. And it's gonna come up again. To me, that's what matters. I like. I think a lot of times we get caught in these extraneous debates about chicken and boycotts and shit like that. And at the end of the day, I honestly don't think that's how shit changes. Not in this case. Like, um, there's certain things like where 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 that's what you need to make something change. You know, or like say, uh, like like if we found out that. Uh, the transportation services in Charlotte, North Carolina were not letting uh, women uh, be hired as bus drivers. Okay, that's a case where we can actually boycott something and, you know, get the government to come in because it's a government entity and do blah, blah, blah. I get it, you know, or let's say um, Chick-fil-A guy goes out and says, I hate niggers or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I won't hire any black people to work my register then we got something like mm-hmm. but when it's just like a old white i guess because i don't ever expect people to be better you know what i mean <laughs> like i just i'm never surprised when it's just like a old white dude uh is on the side of some bullshit okay yeah and oh white dude oh white religious dude doesn't like gay people that's yeah, all right. I, I was assuming that when I bought the chicken the first time. Say that again. So, and maybe it's because I'm down south. I don't know, but it just seems like uh, something so obvious. But yeah, and people ain't shit, and people and people want to put standards on somebody else that they wouldn't even apply to their own fucking selves. Yeah, you know, I, like it's yeah, it's just to me, it's obvious that this shit is you know ridiculous, and and we really need to get people to go out and vote because the shit lost by. Uh, you know, a higher percentage of votes in, in North Carolina. Yes, it did. And it's just one of those, like, fuck, man. Yeah. That, to me, the day after that was was worse than anything involving this Chick-fil-A shit. And it's also why I'm not surprised to see motherfuckers in line eating Chick-fil-A. True. Surprise, surprise, most profitable day ever is them supporting bigotry because there's a lot of bigots and a lot of those people in that fucking line would not consider themselves bigots and you know we'll talk the truth and we'll talk about it i'm sure later but uh 
a lot of those people are your family members. A lot of those people are your friends. Mm-hmm. A lot of those people are your coworkers. coworkers. A lot of those people are people that, you know, you could be in a relationship with and you're not saying shit to them. You think it's Chick-fil-A and it's not. Chick-fil-A could go away tomorrow. Those people are still going to be bigots. And just because they, you know, are people you love doesn't mean they're any less of a fucking uh, bigot, you know. And, yeah, I'm using that word on purpose. Like, I'm not saying I'm not shying away from it. I mean it that way. Um, If you're going to vote against gay people getting married, then to me, you're a bigot. So and, you know, you can live with that title. You don't have to value my opinion at all. But. That's how I feel about it. All right, all right, man. Phone lines are open. 704-557-0186. 704-557-0186. Let's read the comments on the page and from the polls and on the episodes and all that good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So episode 338. Oh, actually got a call coming in. Yep. Yo, Yo you're on with the blackout tips. What's up? Oh, did it change? Hello, Brent. Brent. Did we lose Brent? I don't know. Maybe we hung Uh-oh, up. Oh, women. Yo, you're on with the Blackout Tips. Hey, what's going on, Rod? No time, no here. What's up, Abraham? Uh, yeah, man. What's going on, Karen? Hey, sweetie. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm living. Man, have you Uh, ever put, did you ever put out the episode of the podcast I was on? Or is that just a secret loss? Abe is pimp podcast that's never coming out. It don't look like it is, dog. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm trying to waste your time in mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the archives already. <laughs> I, 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 I chalked that up as a loss when the audio stopped fucking up. I guess I'm just going to be talking to these niggas over the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm not in the mood to edit all these voices and all that. <laughs> I'm just laughing because if I wasn't laughing, I'd just be mad. So I'm just laughing because it's funny as hell that you just was like, yeah, I was like, fuck that. Nah, it's too much work. Well, uh, what, but what'd you call and talk about, man? Um... Yeah, I didn't want to talk about that whole when you were just finished talking about people voting. And I got a friend of mine who's all part of that Occupy shit, and he on his Facebook, and he's sending all these conscious letters and stuff. So then um, a couple of days ago, he was like, I'm deciding not to vote. And I'm like, that seemed like a bit rip to me. It seems yeah. kind of bratty. The fuck you going to sit outside in the cold for? The fuck you going to bitch about the American society for? The fuck you gonna bitch about all uh, gay rights and all that, and then not fucking vote? Yeah. It's, you know? Yeah, it's 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 weird because like. It, the Occupy movement was weird. Like, I get it that you guys are frustrated, but I never bought into the Occupy shit. Um, one, because whenever they had interviews and shit, um, and it was like mostly like white kids that were like college age, but just either taking the semester off from college or whatever, it was just like this like disconnect to me. Like, th- this isn't the poor people that are struggling. Like, Part of this feels like entitlement. Like, I should have a job. I should have money. And I don't have it. Government, you suck. You know, it felt like that. You know, Wall Street is your fault. And I was like, you know, I, I have some, you know, anger and stuff towards Wall Street and all that. But not 
that type of shit and then the first time they got fucked with people act like that's the first case of brutality in america i was like wait a minute this shit happens all the time like literally someone someone's getting stopped in fritz two blocks away from here and y'all are sitting up here going they spread they pepper sprayed these white girls they weren't doing anything i was like Uh i'm out i was I, i opted out of that shit early and especially once they said like we don't have an agenda we're not gonna vote we're not this i'm like well then uh then you're not doing anything honestly you're just making a spectacle but you don't plan on changing shit just wasting my time and yours. It just seems yeah. real bratty that you're only trying to feed your own intellectual ego and some shit. Like, right. And, 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 I, and I'm not shitting on nobody who got, like, humanity degrees. And I'm going to preface that before I say this. <laughs> All right. But if you're going to the job field with a fucking psychology degree, it's going to be rough for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like a liberal arts major? You like you. <laughs> Yeah. So when you start getting degrees, and I use the Clark Howard method, is get what you're gonna have to get you some money first, and then do other shit just for the love of it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. If you want to be a radio personality, get you a fucking podcast. But I'm gonna need you to study like science of business. <laughs> right. Something you can use. You do that shit. <laughs> um, the last thing is, uh, I remember Karen was talking about her big family, and I want to give you. A story before I leave. Okay. Um, I had a family reunion. I was about 10 years old. And, you know, I didn't pay attention to signs or whatnot. But it just said mm-hmm. reunion. Walked in there, it was like 300 people. And it was people in the band, people serving the food, people hosted and everything. I was like, man, you know, I something must have really went out. We must have got some people to host it for. All of, the, all of them were our cousins, dog. Whoa. Yeah. 300 people? Yes, come to find out my great-grandfather was a snake oil salesman. And uh, he just walked around Alabama and Georgia line selling shit that he made in his basement and called it health tonics. Mm. And uh, he had a lot of family. Well, sounds like he was pretty healthy. Ooh. He must have been taking it for himself because uh, that's some healthy-ass sperm, 300 people. He was, he was hustling. He was he just not want to get a job. What's wrong with that? You know, I got a lot of motherfuckers who just don't want to work. That's just, that's what it is. All right, then, man. Uh, I don't know when the podcast going to come back, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you, were, you were timing already? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we recorded that over a month ago. So, like, I, I actually just didn't even ask. I was like, oh, I know it was some difficulties with the recording and shit, but I was like, he'll let me know when it's up. And then, like, a month passed. I was like, oh, okay, that's probably never coming out. Nope. So, so I mean, you know, we had an awesome conversation about Mass Effect. Yeah, it was a private conversation about Mass Effect <laughs> with me, you, and Scarfinger. Understood, sir. Understood. <laughs> All right, Abe. All right, then, man. All right, later. All right, Peace. Peace. Something that he bothered that I want to go into real quick. He's talking about the degrees. Mm-hmm. What a lot of people to realize here in our country, here in America, we have this philosophy about college and a lot of the myths and a lot of the lies about college are being broken because it's always been taught you go to college and you get a degree in what you want, your passion. Not what's going to make you money, not what's, you know, going to, um, you know, 
uh, help you get enough money to raise your family but what you want. And a lot of people have bought, have literally bought into that myth. When I go to college, I'm going to get a degree in what I want. And that's why you have people with all these weird and, and obscure degrees that nobody's hiring in. Then they get um, finished school and get mad because don't nobody want no degree in whatever it is that, that you're doing in. You know, your, your third level, you know, English, psych major, slash, whatever degree. Ain't nobody hiring in that. Mm-hmm. And so people want to get mad. They want to get angry. And I think that a lot of the tradition about college has got to be broken. Now when you go to college, you need to go to college to get a job. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and I think that's a good point, too. Um, and, yeah, I don't know if that's what was happening with the 99% or not. But just I just know I had this overwhelming sense of, like, these are some entitled fucks. Yeah, and they, they don't represent me. And that's why yeah, a lot of... Like, I don't feel like y'all you know, are the 99% of anything. Y'all mm-hmm, just bitching. Mm-hmm. Um, like, <laughs> you know, like, as as bad as Republicans were on them, where, like, Herman Cain was like, get a job and shit, it was kind of like a, a little of that feeling when I watched them. Like, so wait, y'all are not going to organize and do anything with this? Y'all just gonna sit here forever? Like, mm-hmm. fuck that. Like, like, you can't be just, that, you can't be just mad. Boycotting and protesting. It's like, like, understand the point. keep this shit to, to Facebook then. Keep that slacktivism to Facebook and y'all just keep liking each other's statuses because y'all are in the way. Like, I need to make a left on this street and y'all clogging it up. Yeah, fuck I know. That. I'd like Paying to go to the park. Taxes. I'd like to go to the park and throw the football around and you guys are just chilling. So, kind of glad <laughs> that, kind of glad that died down. Um, anyway, uh, the poll for the show was, was Susan's poli- apology to Karen a good apology? Uh, Sue wrote in and, uh, she wrote an email saying that she felt like she was wrong and stuff. And, um, but that at the same time, she stands by her opinion and wasn't wrong. So I was like, oh, what, the, what kind of fucking apology is this? So, uh, I was like, you know, Karen, do you accept the apology? And Karen did mm-hmm. like a pussy. And I was like, no, I wouldn't if it was me. So I asked the audience, would they accept it? Because I'm like, I can't believe Karen thinks that's a good apology, and I don't. <laughs> like, we can't be that different. And um, 26% of people said, yes, if I was Karen, I'd accept the apology, which means 74% of people have backbone, like me, <laughs> and said, no, it wasn't good enough. Try it again. That is the correct answer. No, this is a terrible apology. Justin says, it's not really an apology just because you say, I apologize. That is really like a dude beating his girl, then say, I apologize for hitting you, but you had it coming. I was right for breaking your jaw. You deserved it, but I apologize. <laughs> what? Nigga, you ain't sorry? Though I think Karen just gave her credit for attempting to apologize. Fuck that, though. I wouldn't have forgave shit. <laughs> I'm with you, Justin. Mudro says, oh, Ross. But seriously, apologizing... <laughs> apologizing then still slighting the individual is terrible i hate that shit that's another thing i like i hate passive aggressiveness in general but i really do hate people that apologize quote unquote and also are still condescending to me like where it's like oh i'm so sorry that you are too stupid to understand like what huh? wait a minute you're not sorry at all this is more insults <laughs> um karen's voice has a country accent so Country dumb is so classes. F the haters, Karen. Mudro. So I'm with these guys. Have a backbone, Karen. All right, next up. <laughs> girl, pair balls, girl. Next poll. Or next, uh, oh, actually getting a call. Yo, you're on with the Blackout, Blackout Tips. What's up? Oh, excuse me. What's up, Rod? What's up, Karen? What's up, hey, Brent? Hey, baby. 
How y'all doing? Good. Good job you uh, defend your wife. That's what you're supposed to do as a husband. <laughs> well, not just that, but that ain't a good apology. If it was an apology to Brent, I'd be like, that's not a good apology. It's bad apology. <laughs> Gotta have a good Man. apology. It, 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 she she wasn't apologizing. She really was just saying, "Oh, I'm sorry," but but still, you know, I still think your voice ain't, ain't worth nothing, and I still hate the sound of your voice. Mm-hmm. I still was mm-hmm. That's not apology. That was just um, that's just you wanting to reiterate the points that you just made. Yeah, but now you like her because y'all grew up similar. Uh uh-uh. uh. You need to you like, need to fulfill that apology. No, Karen, you can't. Karen can't say uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I say uh uh-uh. uh. Karen, you accepted it. You got the roll with this no, apology. You, you can't take we back. Alike. We are not alike. Yeah, you can't take yours back. Y'all are alike. <laughs> According to that woman, she you accepted all the and stuff I in that apology. Can't change my mind. Nope, sir. can't change yes, your mind on the apology. You got to take it. You, you're a woman <laughs> of your word. Now stand by it. Sorry, Brent. Go ahead. You <laughs> it's all right, man. It's all right. I, I, I understand, man. Cause shoot, man, if that was my wife, my girl, I'd be the same way. Cause sometimes, sometimes when your mate is being too, I'm sure if somebody said that same thing about you and you accepted that apology, Karen, Karen would be on your, on on their head criticizing them even more. Cause that's what love. That's what love is. Oh, that's you like to think society. that. You like to think that. <laughs> Karen would be like, "Yep, he accepted it." The end. Mm-mm. That's what she would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, yeah. just trust me, Brent. But go. <laughs> what were you on? What were you calling about, man? Man, I was calling about the um the boycott culture, man. I was gonna talk about what. First of all, did that dude call say was he from was one of them dudes from Mississippi? Because I heard him say something about Meridian. Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. Because oh, I heard him say something about Meridian. I was like from Meridian. I was born in Meridian, Mississippi. So. Oh, uh, maybe he was. I, yeah, I don't know anything about that place, so I don't know. He might have been. I, yeah. I might have missed it, man. Yeah. But um, but um, man, I was I was I had to go get my mom's truck cleaned up, and I was going to the car wash. So I said, "Well, let me stop and get something to eat." Bruh, Chick Fil A was packed. <laughs> it was packed half a mile back both ways. Right, <laughs> and that's like that every weekend around here. No, no, I it's not like it's not like that. Karen. So many old oh. Caucasian people at a fast food restaurant. Yeah. Oh, so this is the runover from the people that they couldn't get it the other day? No, I'm saying Thursday. Um, yeah, he's talking oh, about appreciation. Like oh, you're talking about appreciation day. Oh, yeah, I yeah, bet she yeah. was off the chain. Probably had, I bet that shit probably had traffic jams. Yeah, they, they said the some, some places yeah. had miles of cars. Miles of cars. Miles backed up. and miles of cars. Good God. Wow. And, and then you had the, uh, then you had, um, I went to the mall to get some wings and, I went to the mall. Actually, I just went just to see what Chick Fil A was like. Yeah. And I looked in there, and and the mall's Chick Fil A. If you look on my Instagram or my Twitter, you can see how packed the mall's Chick Fil A was. Oh my which god. Which is which is usually higher than the other Chick Fil A. So they spent yeah. extra money, and there were cars from not even from the city of Auburn. There were people from surrounding counties wow. just coming down to Chick Fil A to support their cause. And it's funny because it's like you said, right? Some people even agree with gay marriage, but they're like, wait a minute, this dude have a right to have an opinion. Right, right. <laughs> that's like that's that's what I was like mm-hmm. when I when I was saying like don't go too extreme on these lines because yeah. you're gonna find people that actually support gay marriage and then feel like they have to support Chick Fil A's right to having to to or, a, to have a CEO. Who has an opinion about gay marriage? Like it's it's this fine line where 
someone can be like yo i want gay people to be able to get married i will vote for that but if you put it to a vote on can someone ban someone's business because they don't agree with their opinion no no i wouldn't no. Want, i wouldn't vote for that That's and it's right. like you know now in all fairness and I got gay people that said chick-fil-a has the right to be out of their feelings right and in all fairness um i don't think that those people are necessarily gonna go stand in that long ass line because like even if you felt like me where you like yo man the free market is the free market and um you you know boston shouldn't be able to like ban this dude from having a business and as soon as i seen an hour and a half wait i'm like ah i don't support it that, that much when um when the clan wants to have a rally in your city if they buy a permit, they can go and have a Klan rally in your city. Right. Mm-hmm. But Chick-fil-A has an honest opinion about gay men. And, and not, let's not forget, it's not like people just discovered they don't, that they're, they're against gay marriage. Right. When no. I was a child, do you know what kind of Happy Meals used to come in the Chick-fil-A? You know what, you know what toys used to come in Chick-fil-A Happy Meals? Vegetables. Christian books. Yeah. <laughs> right. Christian <Wow>. books. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bible stories. Like, what did you think Chick fil A was doing? And actually, I saw, I looked on, because I was trying to find that Colonel Sanders video. Yeah. And if you could just put the link in the chat room again or something so I can find it. Uh, Yeah, but, I'll find uh, it for you. No problem. Yeah. But I was trying to find that commercial because I thought it was funny. It was just hilarious. Yeah, it was. But, uh, but I was, I was actually, uh, I actually saw news where, um, where the company actually put out, um, they, there were people who were already upset about it. And it was like over a year ago because they provided a free lunch, they provided free lunches to a group that supports, that's, a, that's against same-sex marriage. And people were outraged. And there were people like, well, don't put your policies in my chicken. It's not your chicken nuggets. He <laughs> is his chicken nuggets. He made them. He's awesome. selling them. Say that again. Yeah, yeah I think, um, <laughs> I think another thing too is like um I I think part of this might be being black, being from the south. I just never really have ever thought that I need to only patronize establishments that support me or support my political beliefs because it will pretty much be impossible to navigate mm-hmm. down here. So I think maybe I'm just desensitized to it. Mhm. You know, and maybe that's what it is that I've never expected people. I never thought there were people there. Like there was never a point in this thing where I didn't think that they would have a lot of people come out and support them. That's what I was saying was like people keep talking about like this business, like you're just going to shut it down. But once the business becomes a political symbol, it automatically starts having two sides to it and. This side hates that side and all that shit. Yeah, reaction. it's not it's not even about this anymore. Like it's it's not being about that CEO dude, it's not being about Chick-fil-A, it's not being about chicken. Now it's just about the same two sides that always fight about same sex marriage are fighting. Yep. That's all it is now. It's and they just like, have to be slinging chicken sandwiches. Yeah, it that's just, all. Yeah, it just happens to be chicken is involved, but you know, if, if someone says some dumb shit next week, it'll be that thing. Yes, so, it will. I don't know, man. And actually, if you look at Chick-fil-A's history, what have they actually said that's been, that was so different a couple of weeks ago that they haven't already said? Yeah, I don't, like, honestly, is it feels like the movement of the week. And, you know, we're, we're, we're a topical show. A lot of people are topical. Twitter is a topical thing. I, I, like, 
I can't get but so worked up because it'll be over in like a month or something like. So I, I just like it's only a, so far I can get um, worked yeah. up before it's just like yeah okay all right you guys don't give a fuck so what am and, I doing? And uh, another thing, I'm yeah. gonna say this. Chill, I love you, baby. Why you had to talk about mistakes? Why you had why you had to talk about Georgia? You ain't have to you ain't have to blame Georgia for everything. But I still love you though. Anyway, um and also um on this whole educational system and about them teaching teaching on um, black history, um, I found out do you guys remember when um Arizona actually came out and tried to pass laws and tried to amend the, the history, the history sections of their educational curriculum, because they didn't want they didn't want things taught about, and they came out and said this honestly. I think it was the governor at the time that she didn't want white people to be um, cast in a negative light over their treatment of Native Americans and the African Americans. Right, later. right. Like the, the thing I don't like about these <laughs> these arguments about like, well, um, those aren't those people weren't me so i don't see why we keep bringing this up so stop bringing up anything bad that white people did i don't think they believe that because if you truly believe those people weren't you then you just go yeah my ancestors did some fucked up shit but that's not me and you walk away from yes, it sir and you, you don't try to shut down anyone from educating kids about it like you only do that if you do feel some attachment and you do yeah. feel that it is representative of at least some of what you believe and some of what your family has believed, what if what what has molded you in America. So you don't get to have it both ways. You can't say, uh, that's not my people, so I don't get why there's even and a big deal. Like books, yeah, it's not like it's it's not like you were a slave. It's like right, right. That's that's why we can talk about it. It didn't happen to either of us. So can't we just discuss the history of it? Well, no, I, I might feel bad. But you said it's not you. Like you can't have it both ways. Like you, you either uh, we can sit down and have a serious discussion about it, or um, or we can't. But you can't go. Uh, why you keep bringing it up when it's like you won't talk about it? We've never had this discussion in America, really. So that's why it keeps coming up. Is it gonna? You know, it's like uh, the dude that's that uh, it, you know, keeps coming home late uh from work, and his wife is like, "Let's talk about what the fuck are you doing coming home at one o'clock in in the morning when you get, get off at five? And you go, oh, we don't need to talk about it. Why you keep bringing this shit up? Like, because you won't talk about it. And that's some actually interesting things that you could teach about the movement. Like, I'm, I'm fortunate enough, I live, live in Albany, where we actually had people like, um, my, one of my college professors was Charles Sherrod. Mm-hmm. And y'all remember the Shirley Sherrod scandal? That was his wife. Right. The thing with, um, this guy. So I actually had him as a professor. And, and he's a, he's a, they're actually from this area, and we actually had civil rights um, programming. We had um, we had um, the Freedom Singers. Um, if you go look them up, they're from here. Um, Sweet Honey in the Rock, Miss um, Riggins, she's from here. So you had you had um, you had pro, you had things that were taught. Well, actually, they were taught by your African American teachers. I mean, they may not have been taught by your Caucasian teachers because many of them probably weren't. A lot of the Caucasian teachers that I had weren't really from this area in the history section. They were mm-hmm. from other areas, but the black teachers actually taught us about these things. And there were some interesting aspects from the programming that the programming that we had about the Albany movement because they talked about um, how 
Martin Luther King would actually use, um, dog, not Stokely Carmichael. I'm trying to think of the incident, the guy that was leading the student nonviolent coordinating committee, dark skinned dude. He was like one of the last leaders during the movement. He he was the guy that I can't think of his name right now, but he was the guy that was like, okay, we tired of being nonviolent. We about to change his name real soon if we don't get what we want. Mm-hmm. And and he would actually Martin Luther King would actually use Malcolm X and the people that were ready to take it by force and, and to get violent and say, okay, you gonna listen to me? Oh, you gonna listen to them? Oh, you gonna deal with them? Yeah, yeah, you gonna have to put up with them. I'm trying to help y'all out here. And it was actually a brilliant ploy by Dr. King to use them like that. Like, hey, you trying to be nonviolent. I'm trying to hold them back. Y'all might need to get. He was almost like a negotiator or a middleman between the angry black people who wasn't going to take it no more. And but it'll, it'll never be taught like that because we're, people are so scared of kids taking learning from history and like taking something away from it that they don't want them to have. So they teach us about the docile Martin Luther King, who was, uh, you know, basically black Jesus and never, you know, was turned the other cheek and, you know, Christmas addicts. Like they teach us that shit. They're not going to teach us about fucking Nat Turner or some shit like that. Like they just, they're so scared. They have have regulations on how you can wear your hair as a student. Right. Really, they can't do that. Right. If you pro, it, there are a lot of things. If you protested in the school, they couldn't have. Mm. I mean, if they took prayer out of school, what else can you take out of school? If they took prayer out of school. Right. I mean, that's, that's what old people used to say. But I'm just saying, think about it. Why did prayer get taken out of school? Because one student's mother didn't want them to pray. Right. Well, somebody, somebody fought it. Right. Some, <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody fought it. Yeah. It would be okay. I mean, it, it, it can it can be done away with. So there are a lot of things that don't get taught. And mainly because the people who are in charge are the dominant culture and are the culture that won. Just like in the history books, we teach, um, we, we'll talk about, um, Custer's, um, Custer, what was it, General Custer's last stand? Mm-hmm. And we teach it like it was just a massacre, like it was just this horrible thing when this dummy had a bunch of Gatling guns and decided to leave them at home. And remember, the Indians were the people that were being oppressed anyway. Right, right. But they tell it like uh, when they got massacred, we we teach it as a battle. But when when the um when the um when um Americans lost, we teach it as a slaughter. Right. Uh, we put a negative connotation on it, like the Indians were so evil, and that's pr- partially the reason I don't even like to watch westerns with my folks. I was like, y'all sit there. I don't see how y'all sit. I mean, I know they grew up on it, but I always root for the Indians. Yeah, I know they're lose. it's like watching Planet of the Apes. Like I, yes. I had a coworker who was like, "Man, I, I hate that." You know, the new Planet of the Apes movie was terrible. I was like, "No, it's not. It's actually one of the best films, if not the best film of the year, it came out." And he's like, mm-hmm. "What? What do you mean, man? It's horrible, man. The, the, they were, you know, the humans were so bad they weren't doing anything." I was like, "Oh, no, it's a movie about a fucking jailbreak." Mm-hmm. It's a movie about a revolution as a movie about overcoming oppression. Yes. The apes are the fucking, the, what you root for. It's not the fucking, the people. The people are terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, like, he was like, oh, I had to watch it again, thinking of it that way and see if that helps. I was like, yeah, it's fucking great. 
like these motherfuckers overcame everything no language no like they overcame everything to win and i support that so yeah you're right it's a lot of it's about perspective it's like they say and uh, if you were in that hate prison wouldn't you poke if you were treated like that all your life i mean it just shows what prison does it was it, it, it was a prison animals and you know what prison does to people yeah well it just shows the disconnect between the fans or the people watching it and you know how we bring our own issues to the theater Mm because You know, we walked out of there high five. Yes, we did. This was the rise of the planet of the apes. It told you in the beginning what was going to happen. In the title. This is how the apes took control. Right. And and I like how they introduced that virus element because that explains how the the apes became the dominant culture. Yeah. Well, the apes have, uh, we gotta, we gotta move on, but the apes have always been the monolith for like, oppression and then this is what happens when you oppress humans and humans are so much better than everybody and they shouldn't be oppressed they're evil and then they finally gave the apes a backstory mm-hmm. so i guess i gotta get this one more thing y'all. yes sir um cue the summer of Brian music oh hold um, on <laughs> let me get let me get the summer of Brian music ready all right go ahead um i would like to congratulate team usa on a hard fought, fought victory over Lithuania uh, today. Um, as you know, as, as you know, I like to insult LeBron haters. Today, LeBron James, during a very close bout with Lithuania, proved once again why he is one of the most dominant players in the NBA. Mind you, he is playing the center position. He's pretty much playing center position on defense, guarding the best big. And then he's getting rebounds. He's facilitating the offense when he needs, when the offense needs to be facilitated. And during a struggle against Lithuania, who was hungry and needed this match to move on to the next qualifying round, when the game was at its tightest, when they needed LeBron the most to score, he came out there and he scored. Mm. Scored the pivotal basket to bring USA a victory in today's game. So the next time that we like to say that LeBron isn't clutch, let us remember what he did for our country. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. LeBron James, for all that you do. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> all right, Brett. Thanks, man. Hey, I feel you, care too. I, I feel you. I know, I know about them country families. You know, time ain't but so big. Say that again. <laughs> I got some family members just like that. They 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 came from a family that you know they were they were the other family. So I, yes, I know, and I nobody even knew how it was related. Yes, yes, yeah, I, I I know about that. Time ain't but so big. If it's your cousin, you might as well get with Because you ain't got <laughs> but so many people that's not your cousin. Oh jeez. All right. You, you too, Brent. Peace. Peace. All right, man. Uh, where are we at? Oh, doing oh. Okay, so yeah, um, I think we're so doing the uh, the poll yep. for episode three thirty nine. Yeah, do you have one up? Or we already did yeah, that but one. we actually we did that poll already. The one about you and the apology. No, Dane Cook. Yeah, we're, we're gonna get to it. Oh my bad, I got this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was, uh, uh, we have comments on the episode we had to talk about first. Oh my bad. Uh, the episode was three thirty nine. The man owl, I guess, was uh, Jay from Up for a Discussion podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, Terrell left a comment. He said the Asian lotto thief was more likely, more than likely Filipino. The Philippines once uh, was once a Spanish colony, so a group of Spanish last names still exist there. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Learn something new. Yes, we did. Amber P says below is a conversation, not a contract that helps people see if they are on the same page when it comes to sex and its repercussions. I think that if I am not comfortable enough to have this talk with someone, then it's a sign that I should not be having sex with them. I answer these questions myself on episode seven of my show. I've heard that episode. It was great. Um, and it's the safer sex conversation. I'll just okay. ask the question or put the questions out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We kind of, I don't know if we have time to answer them all, but we can put them out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, STIs are usually spread between partners with no symptoms or infections. So I guess that's just a fact to start it off. One, have you ever had any STIs? Two, share the date and results of your most recent uh, test for STIs. Um, so knowing people say STDs, I guess I is different. Is it for infection? Infection. Yeah, you know, breast diseases. Like yeah. Three, how many partners have you had since your last examination for a test for STIs? Four, have you ever had unprotected sex? Five, discuss protection. What will you use? Six, discuss contraception. If pregnancy occurs, what will we do about it? Seven, discuss your sexual likes and dislikes, including asking for what you want and for what your partner or partner wants. Eight, make clear arguments about what you want. Or clear agreements about what you want. Yeah, and um, the other thing I add to this, I mean, not as a questioning thing, is that um, it's not the sexiest conversation. Nope, and that's why people don't want to have it. Everybody want to fuck, but nobody wants to but have real conversations. Is, but it's much more important. Yes, it is. Okay. The KC Stork says... Great show. We see that Karen's, we, we see what Karen's passion is, making sure kids know how to properly inspect a sick penis. <laughs> I attach, I actually had a in-depth, well, an in, as in-depth as you can get with the twin seven-year-old boys about where babies come from. So he had a conversation with his kids. Aww. It was ridiculous that, wouldn't it be funny if it wasn't his kids, just to like to do twin seven-year-old boys walking down the street? But like, boy, let's have this conversation about where babies come from. It was <laughs> ridiculous. It, it was ridiculous what their mother's friends wanted me to tell them some shit like she swallowed some seeds and that is how they came to be in her stomach i don't believe that tell children the truth i warned her about the joke in those lines i informed her that they that when uh they can find out about oral sex they will be looking at her differently anyways we had a good time we had a good time with it we spoke about the different names for body parts and about sexual intercourse hell it even turned into an art project where the boys were drawing pictures with dad I just think about the talk my dad had with me. Basically said, this house is not a pussy palace. Yep, that was it. Wrapping up, parents need to be real with their kids on a level, on all levels, be it money or sex. Mm-hmm. Need to teach them how the world works. Love the show. We'll get my, we'll get the courage to call in one of these days. Isaiah says, man, I never understood the sexual hazing or hazing in general. Y'all can keep that homoerotic stuff to yourself. Yeah, I don't get that shit. Mm-mm. Hey, you want to be on a basketball team? Put this carrot up your ass. What? No, thank you. I don't normally play basketball that mm-hmm. damn bad. I'm not bugs. I can go to the park. No, thank you. Play for free. Mm-hmm. Yes. Watch this dude carrot, watch his balls carrot in the ass sink. free, yes. Um, Dane Cook, Aurora shooting joke was our poll. It was funny. It wasn't funny because it's too soon, or it wasn't funny because it's Dane Cook. 11% of people thought it was funny. 14%. It wasn't funny because it's too soon. And 75% of people said it wasn't funny because it's Dane Cook. So people were just like, yep. I don't like Dane Cook. That's what I thought it was anyway. Because mm-hmm. I don't think the that's joke was that I, funny anyway, but a lot of people from. just don't like Dane Cook. Yep, that's where the outrage came from. Isaiah says, nothing's wrong if it's funny, but nigga, Dane Cook is nowhere near funny. <laughs> 
mudro says dane cook is a terrible comic his douchebaggery like persona is not funny especially to progressive black people tosh is okay even like the throwback white comics like george carlin and such but dane cook is effing horrible yeah he's just not my not my, not my cup of tea time, man no. I, I liked this i liked them a long time ago and just haven't liked them since it's a little too i don't know something it's missing something but you know he's a hard worker and all that shit but it's just not my dude um and that's that's besides the allegations of him stealing jokes which you know if that's true that's fucked up yes that is uh jump off 178 says i voted it was too soon because i like dane cook he's funny to me he's hit or miss valid but when it hits it hits me good that particular joke didn't hit it was very amateurish i hope that joke never makes it to a cd or whatever i almost got turned uh solely off of that joke it was that bad also i had a brain fart and put my full name in a previous comment oops also it's never too soon if it's funny that wasn't yeah i will say uh also um that joke didn't sound finished to me just sound like he was working on it like and Mm -hmm. when you film shit that people are working on sometimes it's gonna be wrong sometimes it's gonna be off but i don't think that you know i guess defending dan cook i don't think that he was ready for that to be released to the entire world Mm -hmm. it didn't seem like that type of joke so i wouldn't hold it against him even if people thought it was too fun too soon or not funny or too offensive because he's working it out you know Mm -hmm. the casey story says i agree with karen dan cook is not funny i enjoy some of the the edgy comedy but just pushing the envelope without proper delivery is all that we have been getting lately well that's a well here's the thing man y'all aren't seeing finished hbo specials Mm-mm. y'all are seeing iphone recorded shit mm-hmm. that these dudes are working on they comedians polished yeah comedians work 365 throughout the year mm-hmm. for sometimes four years to get the select you know 10 jokes that they're going to do that 30 minute set on comedy central with yes, they do. so you don't know like i feel like you can't hold it against them in the creative process of them throwing shit at the wall mm-hmm. like it's like they're trying to find what works and they're going to develop these jokes that like that premise of that joke might not fit but that might have gone somewhere where you would go oh okay this is a better better you know this is a bigger point he's trying to make because mm-hmm. um, you guys allow us the freedom to do it on our show well not allow us we take it and then tell y'all to fuck off if y'all don't like it but but you know what i mean mm-hmm. like we so i, I don't know man i, I gotta say <sighs> defending dang cook all right you trolling someone <laughs> on the baby by the fridge joke and using all the rants about folks having a three month in the dark night movie that my friend is hilarious yeah um but you know that's also i'm not a comedian and if i was on stage saying that there's a lot of people who probably would have had a problem with mm-hmm. me doing that you know and also you like me so <laughs> that makes them people don't like you boy everybody they protest to the end everybody don't like Dan Cook mm-hmm. oh all that mm-hmm. money Not and funny. everybody turned on them money don't mean shit I'm sure it's worth it <laughs> I'm sure yeah I'm, he's smiling sure he's he smiling he be like I'm my nine funny ass one hundred two hundred right? three hundred fuck y'all like i'm sure all that money makes up i ain't up. mad at him though it's like i might not have critical acclaim but i do yeah, have these dollar bills bitches right uh cmos uh we had a poll i mean we had an episode <laughs> 340 stupidity well we just talked about fucking crazy everything was getting with chick-fil-a and p- politics and shit um 
and uh Simo says you said it yourself rob most of the places we spend our money we don't know even know their political viewpoints and while their service sucks i love bojangles as much as you and karen love chick-fil-a and tyree says as tyree says ignorance is bliss um yeah also man like i remember someone was like well bojangles doesn't do such and such and i was like nigga it's named bojangles and i'm black bojangles for bojangling i've been Come eating on, dog. i've been eating a, i've been eating in an offensive place my entire life i don't even know <laughs> and I, you know what baby i guess is why that shit don't bother us being down south we like nigga what y'all mad for we eat at some shit called bojangles yeah uh, I, like i said i wrote a lot of shit down for tomorrow so hopefully when we talk to morgan p campbell uh tomorrow uh people will uh, be excited uh, that ought to be to fun that. i can't wait to talk to morgan and of course and also thursday um surprise surprise i booked a guest that uh you know people probably want to talk to um because she just finished blowing a lot of dudes it team bj nba sarah j so she'll be back thursday that ought to be fun all right professor lca says yes oh nuance you fled the building on the poll for do you support the political choices of everything you spend your money on yes or no no nuance no ability to worm your way out i want answers people tired of people judging everybody and shit do you every dollar you spend do you support wherever the fuck that dollar goes because if i you know people were like one percent of this chick-fil-a money does this okay one percent of bojangles money doesn't do anything you don't like one percent of apple's money doesn't do anything you don't like i want to know let's 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 find out why we're putting them on the summer jam screen right fine yes uh so professor lch says uh so anyway a hundred percent of people said no because yes. they're smart no one no one's gonna fucking no i don't know where my money goes honestly it's not, it's like, it's not like I give it directly to like the yeah. KKK, but if I found out the Walmart gave some money to the KKK, I just go, yeah, well, fuck. What am I going to do? Yeah, <laughs> like, well, my, my socks are 25 in a pack for a dollar. I can't yeah. complain. Apparently Target, uh, you know, supports a politician. I don't like, all right. You know, I voted for Obama. I didn't know that he was going to kill innocent babies. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Didn't have my no, bad. I'm sorry, Lupe. I had no idea. Yeah. It's only what I can do. Uh, Professor LCA says, oh, nuance, you fled the building. LOL. And answer yes to this question at your peril. And no one did. So no one has any peril to deal with. Anthony Animal Thug Tatum said, I just don't see how I can. I'm not sure about how every company and their subsidiaries spend their profits. Rhonda Mo says, I have enough to worry about. I gave my money. It's on their conscience. Eh, well, on the subject of spiders, because we talked about spiders and mm-hmm. now Shirley, uh, from Chonilla is crazy as hell. Yeah, Talking about don't kill spiders. spiders. Girl, no thank Them motherfuckers dead. They come up in this bitch. Right. On the subject of spiders, a lady in Georgia was bitten by a brown recluse on her breast and didn't go to the hospital in time. She got gangrene and it had to be removed. Maybe the bite won't kill you, but the gang- gangrene will. Fresh LCH says place sealed in case impenetrable items in the top of her shopping cart, dumping baby buttocks, touch produce in the store's return buggy. <laughs> That's right. It's gross. Terrell says, I, I do not fully know the political leanings of all the places I shop at, but when I do find out that uh, they are literally spitting in the eye of my politics, yeah, they get put on the shelf. I did not stop supporting Chick-fil-A last week. I stopped when I first heard about this shit like a year and a half back and simply kept it moving. I've been trying to get aboard the shop local movement. Um, 
where I am not hitting giant chains for everything and in many cases can hit up a store or a restaurant, chop it up with the owner personally. I realize I can't change the world, but what I'm trying to do is as little harm to people on the planet as possible. Well, good luck for you, Tyrell. Yeah, good luck, but I'm on that ain't shit train and I'm about being convenient when it comes to shit. Right. And if Walgreens is right there and the mom and pop shop is dead, it's 9 o'clock and mom and pop shop closed at 8, guess what? I'm going to Walgreens. Hey, no, if you want to add extra money to paying for local businesses or you want to add extra time on your shopping yeah, I, trips. I, I'm not and, knocking, don't support it, but I know I'm me. Not, I'm not saying you are. Uh, but you want, but you want to like, you know, go to Walmart and mom and pops, uh, you know, for other items and shit. I don't care. Mm. Um, no, but, do what you want to do. It's actually a beautiful thing, but I'm lazy. Yeah. Well, my biggest question is, um, I just don't think that helps. That's all. I don't think that it, I, like, I think it makes you feel better because you're intellectually dishonest with yourself. Like if that shop owner that, you know, whether you chop it up with them or not if that dude goes out and votes republican or gives his money to some church or whatever that also has these same agendas then it's just as non-productive like you just got to find a place that they won't ever do anything with your money that you don't agree with and that's impossible so you know but i think that but my point isn't right that that like he's wrong i just think that right i just think that he is doing this to make himself feel better and people draw lines where they draw the lines yes, As, to do. me it's more the judgmental people that are like well if you do this you then you support yeah. this and it's like okay okay now that's the problem i have right I and do. i don't see him saying that no 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 no. he just either. wants to feel good and mm-hmm. everybody does yes they do and and, and like i said there, there's nothing wrong with that baby support the local people spend your money how you want to spend it but i know me it ain't happening yeah mudro says if i pay attention to all the political obligations I wouldn't be sitting in my house. I'm certain Bill Gates is on some other shit I don't believe. But will I stop playing Xbox Modern Warfare 3 and stop using Microsoft Office? Hell no. Keep it moving. All right. So, <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do the emails, and that's the last thing we have. Oh, wait. No, actually, we got a comment on Podomatic. Cool. And you guys know I hate checking Podomatic, but this was so great that I... um. The, it made my day. It made my week. Yeah, we still check them, even though we delete most of them, because it's just bam. Um, apparently, um, Hemda from uh, uh, Keith and the Girl. Yes. She um, listened to an episode of the show. I, like, I don't know if I she's been shocked. listening or what. Like, I, I'm not, you know me. I, I never assume because I'm, like, not that uh, impressed with myself. So it's never like. <laughs> I know, right? I'm never like, I know these motherfuckers listening. Mm-hmm. And they just need to like, but um, I was like, they got other shit to do. But she listened to an episode, uh, three forty, uh, Stupidity, and she left a comment on Podomatic, and she, um, you know, talked about it on our Facebook page. She's gonna send us a free copy of uh, Keith's stand up DVD. Um, Thank you. Yeah, like, <sighs> so awesome. I'm, I'm just shocked. Right. It, and, and Roger was like, check the Facebook page. I thought he meant my Facebook page. I was like, somebody hack into my account. He was like, no, check the fan page Facebook. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. At first, I was like, is that really her? You bullshitting me. Right. She, like, it just said, I like, it was a joke. Keith and the girl shared a link on your thing. And I was like, oh, cool. I guess they're just, like, promoting stuff mm-hmm. and randomly, you know, sending out stuff to fans and other podcasts to promote. Yes, because a lot of fans to start shows. Yeah, I went and read it, and it was from uh, him just being like, hey, 
uh, I, I checked out the show and uh you know i want to see this thing and apparently you know i post on their on their message board sometimes mm-hmm. I, I don't i had this thing i don't i never really I, I i know i probably should but i don't really push the show i don't promote mm-hmm. it on people like in random spaces i try to keep it to like maybe if, a natural thing yeah it would you know i have it in my you know i keep i keep you know links to it and stuff i'm not ashamed of the show mm-hmm. but but like i don't like being like I think it's okay to be a fan. Yeah. Like, and I feel like that went away somewhere in the process. And I'm trying to bring that back to where you can just be like, I love Keith and the girl and I don't need Keith and the girl to know about the black guy who tips or like listen to it or like promote it or anything. I don't need them to do it because mm. I want them to know that I am a fan of them. You know, yes. they, you know, I mean, but frankly, they could just be like, I'm never listening to that show. Fuck that show. And I'd be like, that's fine. Okay. I love y'all. So it doesn't matter. That's you know, right. And so, um, she apparently, she, I guess, listened to it from a post, um, uh, or something like a link to something I posted on their message board. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was just so cool, man. I just, I don't know. It so, is. um, and I, in this episode 340, like, <laughs> like she said she was listening. So like I went on Stitcher and started listening to my own show, which I almost never do anymore. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, well, what is she hearing? What the fuck did we say? To, like, like I, like I was on there fucking up or something. Nervous. I was like, and then there was that part. I remember I was like, fuck all the Jewish people and Hitler was right. Why did I say that? that who put this in? What happened to the audio? I didn't, I would never say that. I don't no. even agree with that. It's not even a joke. No. Get you know, like, like I was listening to it like, like, like I was going to hear myself say something completely fucked up <laughs> yeah, and offensive. Just because and, she was listening. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh God. And like every joke, I'm like, she's probably didn't even think that shit was funny. That's, I know, right? That's so fucking stupid. Like, why, why did we talk about that? No one cares about a fucking massage or something. Um, but yeah, one of the things we were talking about was how, um, we make these lists on like Stitcher and like, uh, you know, different, uh, Zoom shit like that. And mm-hmm. I'm, Karen and I are always looking at the list like, how? How did we? Are we are so amazed that, you know, at, like we are being love and support. Right. Like we beat this show from NPR. How? Yes. Like, that doesn't even yes. fucking, like, are they multiplying the black? votes by 10 yes or something (laughs) it's like how how it's like how uh, how is our audience so awesome i don't understand this right y'all getting the fucking message out there so um you know karen and i you know we're looking at the standings and like i remember the first time we made the most share list on stitcher or whatever and we i remember the first thing i was like where's keith and the girl because I'm like, I'm sure they're that's like number one. Yeah, that's our standards, yes. But, you know, but they don't really promote sharing on Stitcher yet. No. So I'm sure, you know, with their if, interactive fans. If shit, they mess around and push that'd be that number one. one, man, that'd be number one, Stitcher, number right. one, all the categories. I don't know if anyone's promoting it. I don't know if anyone knows that if you share it on social media, you move up in the rankings oh, or whatever. Because a lot of people aren't talking about that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, just, least, I, re- I literally have I no listen idea. And I don't see people really saying, you know, right. push and promote. We'll, we'll move in the rankings when you do. Right. So I went and I saw we were ahead of them. And Karen and I were looking at each other like, oh, no, this is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. We thought something was wrong. So, we, saw, we was like, uh, 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 the Stitcher ad is upright. <laughs> yeah. Stitcher. Apparently Stitcher made a mistake. Yes, they and, did. Whatever uh, the Stitcher made. We'll come back tomorrow. It's going to be wrong. Up. Yeah. It's like, I, I want to write Stitcher like, apparently you made a mistake. Yes, uh, this like, podcast we, we really is, should be 212. Why, why, right. why, why, why are we number eight? Somehow, Keith and the Girl is way lower, and uh, they're clearly the best on this list. So, um, yeah, and like I said, they're the podcast that inspired us to even, yes. like, they inspired me to think I could do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just the, um, 
and then you know it's just one of those things man like their inspiration um so much of what they do is like the blueprint for this show i always tell people to go listen um yes please do guys yeah so um it is just surreal yeah reading that wait a minute you check out the show and she like made a couple of jokes about things that we said on the show i was mm-hmm. like she really listened listen to the show yes i yes that's you, insane when you when i read i was like she really listened so, i was like oh shit so man. when we talked about the stitcher thing one thing we did say was like it's funny because i think people look at those lists and they never listen to anything around them Mm-mm. you know i'm constantly kind of listening to podcasts anyway so i i'm pretty much heard most of the shows on the list or if they're ahead of you know i like i go check them out like i'll at least listen to an episode or something to see like what the fuck are they talking about why you ahead of us yeah Yeah. like you know what is this about what you know whatever so um when i saw that we uh you know that she that that you know so we were talking about that list and i was like yeah i bet these white podcasters just see this weird ass because we are a unique Next. fucking entry on that list yes. like we're a unique name you, you've been you like at wait list. wait can't tell me right you it'd be like um what is the what the fuck show right mark mariner marin Ma- mariner, mariner. Yeah. <laughs> mark, mark, mark marin yeah marin. you know like ktg um yes. where it's just like you know these uh, a lot of comedians jay moore more stories of jay moore like all this stuff and then you see the blackout tips it's like uh Random, the fuck does that have to do with anything like yes it's I, not like the next black show on there is like um this weekend blackness or something like politically oriented mm-hmm. or something like that so like yeah it's a f- pretty big deal to us yes and, out of the top 100 and you like okay y'all and, and the thing about stitcher stitcher does uh podomatic it does uh all the no matter where you put it on there it does everybody so you're like wow out of probably millions of shows we're in the top 100 which is a defeat in itself and then you go not only that we like in the top 20 wait a minute we number eight. Oh, right. you are bullshitting me so it's like when i see that stuff it's not like oh we don't belong because we're black that's not what i'm thinking no. I, a lot of times i'm just like these shows have like budgets and money yes and, and equipment and, and like and studios and promotional teams and staff yeah and, and interns right interns and writers <laughs> yes. and you know a celebrity guest and um like you know all this stuff and i'm like these shows are better than us as far as what they can do, do. yes so seeing us there is always fucking exciting like that anyone would take the time out to just to share the word to spread the word is you know humbling and then like to find out that him to listen to the show is just like <gasps> you know wow. like i was at work like i couldn't work <laughs> like I'm, I'm glad i found out like with 45 minutes left to go in a day because i didn't get shit done them last 45 minutes <laughs> i was like this is fucking crazy yeah fucking unbelievable when i got home i read i was like i read it to him i was like is that really her you sure you you, you sure right. somebody's not playing a cruel joke right. on us like maybe an intern yes but how, i couldn't believe it man um just wow so she left a comment and because i said white podcasters probably don't even listen to our shit they just go the fuck these niggas get up here and just go yes. to the next one <laughs> yes the black guy what is this yeah anyway rachel maddow show this shit makes no sense <laughs> Play. um so it says uh she says hey i'm off white and i listen does that count him to Yes, it counts. Yes, ma'am. It counts, counts like towards it a counts billion. Counts a lot. <laughs> counts even more. I think I don't know how it works with the Jewish thing, but if you're black and you're from the South, um, and it doesn't matter if you're Jewish, Irish, whatever. Like it's just white to us. 
Mm-hmm. Like we not like New York is all sophisticated where y'all got like these boroughs and like mm-hmm. we, 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 there's, there's no division. Mm-hmm. It's just white. We, we, we put it. We put everybody in the pot. Yeah. Once you get down <laughs> south, it's just white. Yep. Like it's pretty much nigger and everything else. It's like if you get yes. if you get pulled over in South Carolina by a state trooper, if he calls you a nigger of some sort, then then yeah, then you don't count. But if if, if, they, if they let you go with white, you're pretty good. So. Uh, I think I think him that could get by with white, you know, the hair, uh, it'll be close, it'll be close. <laughs> but she doesn't have an accent, so I think no, she'll she go, doesn't. I think she, she'll get she, by with white. I think she would pass. So I'm counting her as the South Carolina State Trooper test. I'm gonna say she gets it. Yes. All right, man. We got emails. The blackout tips at gmail dot com is how you email the show. Um, and this is the last leg, man. This has been a marathon of a podcast, but uh. You know, I've enjoyed it. So I let's, have too. Let's round it out. Yes, sir. Scott writes in nationalism. Mm-hmm. That's the title of his email. He wants to talk about it. Hey, Rod, and then in parentheses and Karen. Yes, I've been a big fan of Bomani Jones for a couple of years now. So I've heard a lot of calls you've made to both the Morning Jones and the Evening Jones. In addition to following you on Twitter, I've only listened to a couple episodes of Blackout Tips, but I'm working my way through. I say all this not to weird you out, but to preface my point. I've noticed that you and Bo seem to share a view of nationalism, specifically that it isn't really a good thing. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. It's certainly possible I am. Um, first of all, I just for the record, I'm not speaking for Bo. I don't know what Bo's view on nationalism is. Um, and uh, I think when you're uh, black or of any minority group, if you're a woman, like, there's a certain amount of pride you have in America that is great. It's allowed all these opportunities. Mm-hmm. But then there's also a little bit of, eh, but we full of shit, too, because y'all would definitely, y'all have done some fucked up things, too. Yep, and, right? when, and when you bring that up, people go, well, you don't love our country. It's right. almost like when you bring up the issues and the problems and injustice, everybody wants to think that you don't love America, and that's not so. you proud yeah. to be in America. You love being here just like everybody else, but you do have issues, and when you bring the issues up, that's the problem. Yeah, it's like that patriotism dick-measuring contest where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you got to love the country so much you can't say anything bad. bad about it or think anything so. negative or it's silly or anything. Like, So it's like, recently I saw a tweet of yours that said something to the effect, I blame the Olympics, people get mad over nationalism. And it brought to mind a question I've long had but never asked. Uh, I'm not criticizing this view of nationalism. There's ample historical evidence of the dangers of overzealous nationalism. I'm just wondering if you think nationalism of any degree is necessarily bad or merely boundless nationalism that views pride of country as a zero-sum game. Something that can only be achieved at the expense of others. As a conservative, I know my fair share of similar thinking people who are only too happy to keep the stars and stripes forever attitude turned to 11 at all times. A view I do not share. However, I won't deny that I think the feeling, feeling the degree of nationalism isn't by definition bad. This has all been a really long way of asking if you would be so kind to elaborate your view on nationalism and why you aren't a fan of it. I'm not looking for, to start an argument or anything like that. I'm just a f- fan of frank exchanges of ideas and would love to know what you think. Thank you very much for the, taking the time to read and respond. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, there's a couple things. One, I don't think I have a bad view of nationalism mm-hmm. or negative. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't think that, uh, uh, that is bad. I don't no, think nationalism of any degree is bad. I, nope. Like also, and not by. I mean, like I don't think having a little bit of nationalism or pride in America is bad. Nope. Um, what that tweet was about was actually 
uh, I didn't tweet the whole story because I don't know if I'm going to share it on a podcast or not. But it's when I had to almost fight this seven foot Bahamian dude. And um, I was like, yeah, this shit might happen because of the Olympics. I forgot about the Olympics. But, like, he took some offense. You know what? I'll explain it on tomorrow's show. I'll yeah. just do the story. Yeah, we will. And you guys can um d- take it from there. But, no, I, me and Karen have talked about how we love America and wouldn't want to go anywhere else. In the world. Uh, in the world as far as calling it our home. I, mm-hmm. I love this country. I do, um, too. I love being down south. I, yeah. Yeah. To a large extent, I think, uh, you know, being African-American, we've seen as a people, a culture, whatever, we're, we're, we are the American dream to a large extent. You mm-hmm. know, we are the, everything great and everything terrible about America is embodied in African Americans story in, in America, you know, unfortunately not for native Americans because, um, they didn't get all the good shit. Like, yeah, just, they got all like, the bad shit and round them up together yeah. and put them in a circle and do some casinos and said we even. Right. So I would say more than anyone, I think our story is more about America and our what our struggles are are American struggles and what we are good at are American triumphs. So, um, yeah, I don't and I don't think nationalism is necessarily bad. I don't nope. get I don't get into the Olympics, which I've been questioned about on Twitter and all this shit, and I've been just trying to avoid it because. Um, I don't think it's anybody's fucking business why I don't watch the Olympics. Like, it's like asking me why I don't watch figure skating during any other time of year. No one ever asked me that question any other time of year. But when I don't watch figure skating as it relates to the Olympics, all of a sudden, everybody wants to try to, you know, measure each other's patriotism by that. And I think that's fucked up. And and, and that type of nationalism, I don't support where it's all about measuring who has the biggest heart on for America. Like, that goes too far, and it seems that you even understand that and agree mm-hmm. that when it's on eleven at all times, it's a bit ridiculous. It and, is, you know, to some extent, does a lot to um, discredit patriotism. I think real patriots, like people will say, well, the 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 founding fathers are patriots. Yeah, because the founding fathers actually changed America to what they thought would be best. Right now, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not obviously, I'm not sucking their dicks off, but um, the point being they were patriots because they love their country and wanted it to change. But we've gotten to a point now where like, if you love your country, but also wanted to change, you're not a patriot anymore. Yep. You're only a patriot. If you just only love shit as it is, or you only want it to be as it was, and that's fucked up. That's not patriotism. No, that's not. And also, when we're talking about the Olympics, a lot of people get into the, if you don't cheer or like all the sports that's on with the Olympics, there's something wrong with you. I'm going to tell you the truth. I only watch the basketball. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I some gymnastics, some of the other stuff, and I'm proud that these people are winning. You know, Michael Phelps with the swimming and things like that. But it's not something I'm keeping up or watching 24/7. A lot of people are like, well, if you don't love everybody on every team and every some of those sports, I ain't never heard of before. And don't give a shit about. Uh, they just seem silly to me, and yes. they don't mean anything. But we'll, I'll make sure to talk about the Olympics tomorrow, yes, let's do that. and um, we'll talk about me having to fight that behind me and dude almost uh, over some shit. All right, boycott grandma though says Fuji. Uh, or Mina, I guess is the, the, how they signed it. Um, hi, Rod and Karen. I'm a new listener to the show, and so far I like it. I was surprised by my liking of the show, since I'm a devout Christian and some of my views are conservative. Uh, well, yeah, uh, I don't, 
I don't know. Maybe this person won't, won't last that long. I was going to say, yeah. well, don't be surprised. Maybe, but then I'm like, well, you know yourself better than me. What the fuck do I know? If you, if you feel like that has caused you to not like things in the past, then, um, you might end up eventually not liking this show. Cause, uh, but we thank you for liking it for right now. And at this moment, you sent the email. Yeah, we thank appreciate you, very you much. listening. We do. My very first time I listened, y'all were talking about some graphic porn from the jump probably crack fuckers i was like <laughs> whoa nelly not for me but rod is one of my favorite callers of blacking it up so i gave it another try and i'm glad i did well we will be talking about porn again mm-hmm. i just want you to know yeah yeah this person might not last <laughs> yeah we talk about porn this is like Adam the people, and Eve sponsors us ma'am this is like the people who follow me on twitter and i'll look at their profile and it'll be like team jesus team no joking about anything Mm-mm. team serious is like oh no, no oh no, i'm sorry you man you won't last long i will yeah. be offending you at some moment in time yeah team be serious like mm-hmm. oh, okay mm-hmm. anyway anywho i was listening to your show 338 today and i wanted to comment on the stance about your stance about boycotting family members as opposed to an organization like chick-fil-a I agree with your basic premise and that change starts at the personal slash family level and not from the top down. I think doing it backwards is how we end up with people being obsessed with the political being politically correct, but still harboring biased attitudes that fuel discrimination. Anywho, I disagree that a better solution would be actually boycotting grandma. Okay, let's see why she thinks that uh, that that won't be better than boycotting Chick-fil-A. Rob was trying to argue on blacking it up one day recently that boycotting Chick-fil-A was not as a black and white issue because they also donate to other causes that are important. So if people can't see the need for another person to support them for that reason, then they are just as biased and will still get nowhere. Um, yeah, I think that is true with Chick-fil-A and business, businesses like that where, um, you know, it's kind of like if you boycotted a church, people would start being like, yeah, but that church feeds the homeless. Mm-hmm. Like, right, but they don't want gay people to get married. Yeah, but that church also does missions to Africa, and, like, those people would die if that church didn't go there. Yeah, but gay people can't get married, so fuck that church. Like, people are, at some point, you're going to lose some people who are like, but mm-hmm. I still want them to do these good things yes. that I agree with, and it's not black and white to me. And it's Mm-mm. like, well, fuck you. You're not on my side. And it's like, okay. okay. Yeah, we can't even have a debate or discussion because yeah. you're so gun ho my issue or no issue. Right. So that was my point with Chick-fil-A. All right. So let's see how it relates to the mom or boy, grandma. I think the idea of boycotting your family is exactly the same, but even more complex. Your family members, the good ones, are the, what about the bad ones? Boycott them, right? I, that's right. Are the only individuals who will actually be there for you when you need help. My sister is a single parent. She doesn't have the luxury of boycotting grandma because of her views on some issues. She needs someone she trusts to watch my nephew so she she can finish school. When we were little, our parents relied heavily on our extended family. Taking such a strong position on a political issue might have meant we didn't have a ride to school or have anyone to watch us. For family members who matter, it's much more than just being afraid to speak up. Those people are more than just a stance on a particular issue. They are a part of your life. It's easy to boycott your uncle racist if you only visit him out of obligation. And how much effect would that have? Same way about Chick-fil-A. It's real easy to boycott Chick-fil-A when you don't got one up street and around the corner. You wouldn't, it wouldn't make a difference in your life anyway. It's also very controlling to say to another person, I'm not visiting to you until you change your stance on this issue. What is your 30-minute visit worth to someone who sees you one time a year anyway? It can mean a lot well, to some people. one, you've used some hyperbole in here to be like, you're only going to visit for 30 minutes. You're only going to see these people one time a year. I'm talking about 
people that you see all, all the time. time but let's say it is one time a year and it's 30 minutes and let's say it's your grandmother right um your grandmother loves you that's the difference between chick-fil-a and this shit you are leveraging their love of you against them that's what you're doing mm-hmm. i'm telling you i'm not i'm not running away from this shit this is harder to do mm-hmm. because like you said they help you out and they're gonna be there for you in times of need and all that shit and what i'm saying is you don't get that anymore you don't get to have them there for you in times of need you don't get to have them watching your kids and that's the what you're putting in the game like you're putting something on the table that is hard to do because that will actually cause change so you may have to sacrifice a relationship with your grandmother all right someone's calling yo you're on the black the black out test can i help Hi, this is Michelle. I was just listening to you talk about the Chick-fil-A. My Hi, Michelle. With, hey, my issue with Chick-fil-A is, you know, there's a Chick-fil-A around the corner from my office. They're, they're everywhere. I'm in North Carolina like you are. Mm-hmm. I don't care about Chick-fil-A. You know, it's easy for me to boycott Chick-fil-A. I kind of like it, but I'm not obsessed with it or anything right. like that. But my my big issue is that stuff shouldn't have been on the ballot in the first place. Why are mm-hmm. we voting on people's civil rights? If we voted on people's civil rights right now, Black people wouldn't have any civil rights in this country. If we put it on the ballot somewhere, we would mm-hmm. lose all our rights. That's the problem. Chick-fil-A, the Mormon church, the Catholic church, they go out, they uh, they uh, lobby people to get things put on ballots, you know, get petitions signed, and that's what they do with their money. That's my problem. That's my problem with Chick-fil-A and, the, and those churches that do things like that. Now, don't... It shouldn't um, be on the ballot because the average person is a jackass. Right. Now, don't... You know um, I mean? No, I agree with you. I'm just saying, don't um, black people actually do have our freedom voted on, like, every uh, blank amount of years by um, Congress? Isn't that... Like, doesn't... Because I always see that story, like, recycle, like, every, like, civil 13 years or something. Yeah, like, don't we get our civil rights, like extended like every few years or something like that renewed yeah but yeah. it's like you know congress you know they re, they um they look at the civil rights act but yeah. real if the civil rights act came up on a ballot in north carolina right now we're only like 25 percent of the population in north carolina yeah we wouldn't win 50, 50, oh, no. but we're not you right. know we wouldn't win that we were like half and half because of where they live right but we're not some people in North Carolina don't know any black people. Yeah, true. You know, and true. I'm not calling them racist or anything. No. It's just where they live and grew mm-hmm. up and they never left. Some people never leave. Yeah, they don't care. So that's my problem. They don't care. That is my problem with that sort of thing. It shouldn't have been on the ballot in the first place. I can't, you know, my grandmothers, both of them are gone because I'm, I'm like your parents' age. I'm 50. Okay. You know, they're, they're gone. You know, I don't know how they would have voted or even thought about it. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know, I don't think. Because when I knew them, I don't think I was aware that there were gay people in the world. You know what I mean? Right. I didn't okay. understand that. I was a child. Well, I'm, I'm obviously. saying, you know? for the for the record, though, I'm saying grandma, but I'm saying, like, yeah. anybody. Yeah, uncle, you know what whatever, I mean? Yeah. Like, there's yeah. there's people that, that, like, and this is one of the real realities of, of North Carolina, and I'm trying to, like, personalize it for people, is, like, especially down here, you know someone. Yes, you do. Like, it's just because that's how religious the South is. Mm-hmm. And that's how, um, you know, and that's just almost like how much you have to mix after segregation. And, you know, with certain classes being like, you know, together, regardless of your racial views, you're going to end up being in a certain class with people. So you're going to know people that disagree with you or whatever. And somehow everyone has kind of found a way to have like shades of gray with people. It's like with people, you're like, okay, you know, that's just how you, you know, I don't like it, but, you know, it's my mechanic or whatever the fuck. And it's like, 
all right, yeah, but you might could change your mechanic or you might could change your, you know, your friend or you might could change the person you go to church with or you could at least talk to them. Like, we, we've just like, well, I'm not even having this conversation anymore. I give up. It's like, well, th- I think that giving up is where this shit starts and it's where people start feeling like you can vote on someone's civil rights because they, no one's challenging them really. It's like, you believe what you believe and we're never going to discuss it. And and, and I'm, I would like people to talk that way because I think that would change. I've talked to my family members about this shit. Like, I'm not scared to go to Thanksgiving and be like, yeah, well, this is how I fucking feel about it. And I think what you just said is stupid. Now, I've also said that uh, Medea in Space was the next Tyler Perry movie in front of a room of black women yeah. that go to church. And that surprise was not that popular. Yeah, surprise you didn't get shot, sir. Actually, more fight on that than gay rights. Yes, but, it was. <laughs> but but the point being, point being, like, if people are scared to talk about it, but that, but then, then I feel like it's they're not scared to like be part of a social movement to boycott Chick Fil A because it's easy. But they're scared to do something hard, which I think we should do. Oh yeah, well I, I agree with that. That sometimes you have to talk to people about things. Like before my father passed, I, my father is an old black man in the South. Okay, mm-hmm. his view on gays was kind of interesting. It was kind of it was progressive, but messed up all at the same time. <laughs> right. He viewed being gay as a birth defect. People just born that way, and that was that. And then it's like a birth defect. Nothing you can do about it. You know, right. it's kind of progressive, but messed up all at the same time. Like, all right, you right. know what? I'm gonna let that go. You know what I mean? Right. So at least you're trying to go in the right direction. And you know what's funny though is a lot yeah. of times I'm like close enough, and I think. That's a little like I have to live that way because if I if I didn't do the close enough thing, I think I would constantly be ranting against people all the time. Yes. So I just go. So you, would you vote for it or not? I'd vote for gay marriage. Uh, okay. Close okay, enough. I'll take that. Let's yeah. stop talking now. Let's stop before we make each other mad. <laughs> Let's stop right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and I know older black people like that because my, like, someone, my father, my father, he, he said I went to school with gay guys. I knew they were gay. I always knew they're gay. One of his friends had a little brother. He said when I was born, I knew he was gay. I told, I told Alvin that boy was gay, and then he was like, and then of course he denied. Of course, the boy was gay. You know. Right. <laughs> So that's the way he sees things, you know. Yeah. But or he used to see things. But and and as far as boycotting goes, I boycott things all the time. I don't start a you know a petition online about it. If you make me mad enough, I'm just not going. I don't know if that's a yeah. boycott. Or I'm just mad. No, at you. you know I'm what, Ma- back there Michelle? That was you know? like I was saying that on my Google Plus. Yeah. I yeah. boycott R. Kelly. I don't. I don't even mean to. Like I just I just noticed like when I was I just noticed one day I like R. Kelly like came up on one of my playlists and shit. I was like, skip this shit, fucking pedophile. And like I never yeah. thought about it again. Like I don't like ran against people. I, if, I, if I walk into your house and you're playing R. Kelly, I don't go, you son of a bitch. Like I just go, <laughs> I, I don't listen to that dude because it's a personal choice I've made. And I think um the line that I always have like um that I always feel like I get a little uptight on is when people start being like, well, you do listen to R. Kelly. Well, you fucking, you like when kids get fucked. It's like, no, I don't. Like, like that's not what. I just like seven in the name of love. Yes, yeah. that's, that's it. Like, right. I like Sadie. I like Sadie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I was saying, I boycott things all the time. And not, you know, sometimes not on purpose. Maybe I boycott all rap music in the world because I don't listen to it. Right. But I'm still listening to Anita Baker from 1988. Right. You know, if she does something wrong, I don't know what's going to happen. You know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, like sometimes I see news stories and I just go, please, you know, like I, like I like this dude 
and I see like a title or something I'm like, please don't, don't be what I think. Let me go read this. Like, you know, like I, the one where it's like Justin Bieber says, you know, just get over it if you get raped or something crazy like that. And I go read it and I'm like, okay, That's I can kind of see, I see yeah. how they got twisted a little bit. I can still listen to boyfriend, but yeah, if you, if you would have <laughs> just said what that title said, I'd probably be like, fuck Justin Bieber. It's just personal. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, I boycott things or stop going to things. Like you were talking about Chili's. I'm mad at Chili's right now because they put the chicken tacos off the menu that I like. I'm not going back. I'm angry. <laughs> Don't you know? blame you. Now, that's an honest protest. I want to protest in Chili's. I support that. I want to start, I want to start us a, um, a, a protest or something and get it real big without telling people really why we're protesting. <laughs> For no reason. Like we just get a hundred people outside Chili's and then they go, so what's the problem? Like, Oh, they took chicken tacos off the menu, dude. You fucking believe this? I, Did you know? I, I I'm offended. I'm offended, exactly. I could have many reasons to boycott out chills. They could be doing all kinds of crazy things. I don't know, but I'm mad about chicken tacos. My people will go to Hardy's because of a milkshake commercial. You know, we're crazy. Okay. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's it. We're not going. But, you know, sometimes I just feel like... Yeah, I do I think that's... I like I look at things... Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Like I'm sorry. Chick-fil-A. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm rambling. You know, I look at the Chick-fil-A thing. I think that should have been on ballot. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, you know, we all boycott things or just say, I'm not going there anymore. They don't treat me right. They're not getting my money. That's right. I don't call other people and start petitions about it. I just quit going. Mm-hmm. You know, like Chick-fil-A or something. I go, you know, I want an oil milkshake from Chick-fil-A, and I'll go over there. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'll eat a sandwich, but I'm not out looking for it like some people yeah. are. But now I'm just looking at it. I'm kind of funny. I didn't ever think about Chick-fil-A's views on marriage. I knew they were Christian. Right. Where I grew up in a small town, there wasn't a Chick-fil-A. So the first time I saw one, I was in high school at a mall. That's the first time I ever saw one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, so I didn't know they did the little um, uh, Christian toys in their games or anything. I knew they closed on Sunday. My theory on Chick-fil-A closing on Sunday was they're right. Well, they're waiting for the right person to die so they can open on Sundays. <laughs> that wouldn't be the surprising, right yes. And then they'll be open on Sundays. I, I bet you they will. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Well, they, they, they be smiling yeah, with them happy faces. I just, I like, yeah. I've always just looked at it like, um, and like I said, it might, I'm realizing more and more, it might be because being black in the South, I'm not very religious. I don't, um, you know, I'm not conservative. Like, I think I've just always dealt with this shit and I just didn't think about it. Like, it's just like, yeah, of course I'm going to Walmart. It's like, but why, you know, but, but don't you know Walmart does this? I'm like, right. So does Joe up the street. So does my boss. So does like, at some point I just have to fucking live and I just have made peace with, uh, Walmart's going to take this money and give it to the KKK. And I walked, you know, as I, I think I've just accepted it, you know, but I do want us to get out and vote. Uh, because it is on there, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, it's going to take a majority of people proving these motherfuckers wrong, man. Or at least enough people caring to go vote, man. Like, I don't know. It was disheartening when people was like, well, it was raining. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a civil right. Well, I voted, and I voted early, because you can vote early in yep. North Carolina, which you're yes. probably going to get rid of so people, so so many people won't come out. So, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I hope they, they don't. I like early voting. Want. Yeah, a lot of early I voters. Was, I love early voting. You just wander in there. There's like five people there. Yeah, you just go to any library. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, let's go to the library. It's right here. Okay. We, I always end up voting at this district where uh, is majority old money and a bunch of older white people. And every time I go in, I'm like, I know they just see I'm the, I'm the enemy. Like, it's just like. <laughs> Well, you know what? You, sometimes you'll be surprised. I worked at a restaurant because I've had to work part time at restaurants in my life waiting on tables. 
And I worked at this family-owned restaurant, and the man was a nut Republican. So mm. he put some um, Bush signs out there. He lost a lot of business because he thought all those old white people were Republicans. <laughs> and he was wrong. Oh. Yeah, he I, was wrong. I was like, you yeah. never know till you ask them what they really think. And then I was like, You're, there's a lot of old Democrats in the South still voting Democrats. And I remember also, you know, I saw real estate. I was at my old office, and uh, this crazy old racist white man named Bobby worked there. And my friend Candy, a white lady, she was uh, saying, Bobby's always voted Republican. So I was like, no, I bet you a dollar Bobby's a registered Democrat. Bobby's one of those old Dixocrats. Oh. Mm-hmm. I said, Bobby, have you ever voted Democrat? Hell yeah, I voted Democrat. And then he starts <laughs> pulling off. I was like, I told you. Yep. You don't understand how the parties have changed. You know, a lot right. of people don't understand how things have changed. They don't I, like, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't start being racist. My party left me. <laughs> exactly. He's always been racist. You know, this crazy old eighty-year-old white man. It's mad that the world, you know, yeah, oh, has is, has changed and he's not in charge anymore. You know, I'm sure he used to go places, cheat on his wife, do what the hell he wanted. Just you know, but he was a fun guy to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's North Carolina for you, man. That's North Carolina. Maybe we're just in a unique position. I, of I think we are. That's why I'm using having to deal with shit, so we're a little bit more calm about it. Yeah, but we can't be on islands where we just live in bubbles. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. it. But all right, well, thank you for calling, thank Michelle. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you. We appreciate Y'all enjoyed it. Enjoyed the call, baby. Me too. Peace. Peace, man. That was fun. Um, so all right, so what was I? Um, I agree with the basic. Oh yeah, okay. So I think it's better to visit and be present to have conversations and talk about it. Well, we we agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think you know maybe that ultimatum. If you're a boycotting type, yeah, I think that ultimatum might work better. That's the thing. You don't sound like you were gonna boycott any of these things, Mm-mm. right? So what I'm saying is, if you're the kind of person that would use a boycott as a tactic, yeah, then why not? take it to the heart but to if the you're extreme. not boycotting anyway it ain't gonna make a difference because you yeah. never planned on boycotting but if you the person that i won't boycott this i won't boycott that okay well then we boycotting everything boycott something that matters yeah she said just imagine it for a second a uh, second if someone took the stance with one of you if your auntie was like until y'all stop cursing so much i'm not visiting both of y'all would be like f you auntie how much do uh, more of an impact would she have had if she genuinely tried to get to know you by spending time and seeing where you come from um, for the record, that wouldn't work either way, though. Mm-mm. Like, even her getting to know me and s- to come in to visit, I'm still not going to stop cursing. Mm-mm. I'm saying if what I'm doing is so offensive to her mm-hmm. that she would boycott a business, she should boycott me, too, because I believe it as hard as that business. You see what I'm saying? So, like, say she was going to boycott Sirius, XM, X, uh, Sirius and XM Radio because they allow cursing on their airwaves. But then she's like, well... Um, I won't boycott Rod and Karen because that's my family, but they do the same thing. I'm like, well, you don't really feel that serious about it then. Mm-mm. You're not serious. You're just, nope. you're just taking a convenient stance yep. and then using the shit that benefits yep, you. Yeah, because you're not taking that standpoint all across the board. It's yeah. like you kind of pick and choose where you where, where this stance matters. Uh, then her opinions and thoughts on the matter, with, thoughts matter much more, not because Grandma Bertha, but because she has a relationship with you. Anywho, my two cents is that, yes, in your house is where change starts, but boycotting should be for businesses, not people. Thanks for provoking my thoughts. I understand that, Mina. Um, I, like I said, I, I think my point is if you boycott actual people, um, you'll start to see change. Real change. And the only time we've really seen change in America is when people were on the line, not businesses. Say that again. Like, is 
businesses don't give a fuck. If they can find a way to make money, that's the only thing they care about. And if you can't affect their money, like obviously this boycott is not is helping Chick fil A's money. Mm-hmm. That so boycott was not the tactic is all mm-hmm. I'm saying. But eh, whatever, you know. I honestly don't know that Chick fil A really affects the the whole thing as much as people think. That's all. Nope. I don't think too many even because I I read like an article on exactly like why that person was saying that they uh, promote killing of gay people and it was a stretch because one that policy about killing gay people has changed in Africa or for this organization but it hasn't changed but it's like imprisoning gay people which is still wrong but it was like they have given twenty five thousand dollars to such and such charity and then that charity gave some money to this charity and then they gave some money to this charity so like where it while people spin the story to make it sound like chick-fil-a gave two million dollars to kill gay people by the time you read the title when you read the article it's like well maybe somehow some of this money got to an organization that believed if in that it, if it got any they just maybe it, had like, affiliations yeah. yes yeah if it was allotted to that all that stuff it's kind of like how people use the tactic against planned pregnancy i mean planned parenthood mm-hmm. where they go oh yeah all this money goes to abortion and like uh, mm, less than five percent planned parenthood dog. does more than abortion it's like yeah, nope that's do. all they do you know and it's like people will use the argument when it's convenient to be like that's not all planned parenthood does but then when you go, yeah, well, that's not all that uh, Chick-fil-A does. Like, nope, don't want to hear it. So, uh, okay, y'all, y'all win. Um, Seb Bayless says, to support your cheese lover theory, great show, keep it up. Spoil reviews on The Dark Knight Rises was on point. And it's a picture of um, apparently cheese makers, cheese mongers, and cheese mavens will meet Wednesday to pursue a fresh title certified cheese whiz. And it's about, it's a Wall Street Journal article about, uh, people eating cheese and like Ah. needing to eat it. I'm sure there's a lot of white people there. Professor LCH writes in, the man owl in stoopsurdity. Hi, Rod and Karen. As usual, the fun levels were high this week. Thanks for turning out the highest quality of podcasting so consistently. Thank you. Episode, the man owl. So y'all just gonna act like Karen didn't make me snort soda when she said, if folks use the emoticons at work, it'd be a middle finger. Oh, okay then. (laughs) Episode Stoopsurdity. This is definitely one that I'm glad I watched live. Holy mackerel. It was hysterical. Rod, when you pumped out that lotion, dude, I was like, oh, no. And then, without missing a beat and with perfect timing, LOL, no spoilers. Rod summons those of us uh, who had massages. I've had a number years ago. Most were by a man, paid professional. Yep, his name was Raul. He is South American. I feel like she's reliving this as as as... As we're talking about She's it. She's got the oil out right now. What you talking about? Yeah. So like, uh, Play that junk, the, the, Af- the African jungle music. <laughs> yeah, I think she needs some African rain. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about it. <laughs> his name is Raul. He is South American. I can't recall his country. I'm usually weird and tense with strangers and nudity. Go figure. But he came highly recommended by easily five gay women who are my good friends. He'd also had experience with sexual assault victims. And yes, you could bring anyone in the room with him to keep an eye on the happenings. I still don't have any males on my health care team. So it was especially odd for Raul to make the cut. However, I was in a remote area and needed his services. Not only did he come with the powerful recommendations and probably powerful hands. Yes, big manly hands Raul had. He rubbed me into submission and his aesthetics were perfect. Yeah, I'm sure that his 
bronzed skin mm-hmm. was which touched kissed by sun kissed skin yeah was rigid but also yes. flawless he kept the room so <laughs> he kept the room softly lit he spoke sweet things before he left you to before he left you to this robe and just before he left you to put on your clothes he whispered something kind of like take your time hon don't get up too fast he did Swedish massages on me however my favorite was the hot stones I gotta do that they won't burn Karen Thank however you. they will be fire <laughs> Even hearing the soft clicking of the stones being switched off while you're on your tummy, girl. Oh, it, Lord. Yeah. I got to do that next time, baby. Apparently so. Um, I've also had a hot bamboo massage, which was, believe it or not, even crazier. Stiff bamboo stalks about 13 to 18 inches long are heated and then rubbed and rolled all over your body. Oh, if my I, goodness. If I ever get that chance again, again, and again, and again. Oh, my. Hot bamboo. But back to Raul. The only weirdness around Raul's services is that at times I can smell his cologne, which confused my reptilian mind, and I can feel his forehead arms hairs slightly ticklish in a not unpleasant way on my back shoulders when I was face down. Also, I have to tell you, he was good. I not only felt fell lightly asleep on some occasions, I swear I think I once maybe kind of sort of, well, okay, purred. Yes, ma'am. I was horrified and didn't go back for weeks out of embarrassment. But Raul's maleness, I came to discover, was useful. <laughs> maleness in that sense sounds like she's talking about his dick. Maybe it's just me. Right? His manliness. Like his manhood stood erect as I, you know. But Raul's maleness, I came to discover, was useful for me because at the time I lived in a location where I didn't date much or regularly. Um, getting hands laid on by a straight man without the problems one can incur when undressed and letting a man rub one's nakedness, huge benefit, helped smooth many a rough edge. In fact, if I had to raise a daughter through teen years with her hormones are hopping, but she's not ready for sex, I'd get her massages so that she can learn that she can get pleasure from her body and it doesn't have to come from a sexual partner or sex. That's true. Massages can work with some of that antsy energy, uh... One one gets when one wants it, but can't or shouldn't get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. I don't think the rest is about massages. Great points, uh, by the way, on the unclean hands in modern society, especially when one lives under the benefits from the O empire, i.e. the most powerful country on the planet. That folks are now causing, calling President Obama a baby killer should let you know there's always something with everything, especially when you are so big that the mere machinery of you is destructive. I think about this when I walk outside. I actually wonder at times how much damage I'm doing by merely placing my foot in this versus that spot. Damn, that's, that's a little too, that's deep. I wouldn't, I don't, I don't get into the butterfly effect stuff. It's like, I killed a, I killed an ant millions of years from now. People would not be able to time travel because of that. <laughs> I've turned to, I've tried to avoid ant, seeing ants from getting crushed simply by walking. I'm not evil. I'm not even like Rod and Karen. I don't mind a little life in my bugs. Real ones though, not vermin. And <laughs> real ones, you bugs, sis. You just as racist as me against bugs. <laughs> Trying to act like it's good ones and not. I have bug friends. Mm-hmm. And, and go out of my way on most days to avoid killing them. But not every day. 
I'm sure just my existence is destroying families, workers, and babies in someone's world. Oh, I bet you me and them bugs shock at each other. They look at me, I look at them, it's like a face-off. How quick can I get to the, to the bug spree? Right. <laughs> so I am not going to vote for President of the United States in November because of drone strikes? Police. I'm not going to go to Chick-fil-A ever again? I won't swear to it. But unlike POTUS and some of our other individuals or entities that are almost certainly violating some code or rules of mine, unlike me with the ants, Chick-fil-A has been so arrogant and unapologetic in doubling down on its assiness. Right. That now see that's like like the last like I don't know week or so. Mhm. Um cuz like when it first happened and it was just people coming down on this dude for like having an opinion. I was like, "You know what, man? Yeah, calm the fuck down." Like there's a lot of people that own business shit had his opinion and it just don't have the balls to say it. So you guys are acting mad, but you're not really that fucking mad. Like it's just the guy to get this week. But then Chick-fil-A did shit to keep it going, right? They, you know, the Jim Henson toys or whatever, where they were like, instead of just saying like, okay, they pulled their toys from our bags, they went with the toys aren't defective and we don't want them anyway, basically. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other thing, you know, with the whole like support day, like actually letting that be a thing, which I think they shouldn't have, mm-hmm. honestly. I think they should have said, look, uh, the business part of this business is not political, so we don't want this money from people that just want to come here and, and support gay people not getting married but they you know they 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 kind of have wanted you know they released pr statements and stuff like they kind of have invited this mm-hmm. now we're going to talk more about it yesterday tomorrow i mean tomorrow yes but i feel like this may have emboldened something that people might not want to be a thing but yeah, it I will be now like for unfortunately this might be a thing. Standard Politics in your yeah. food. If you can make the most money ever off of it, somebody else is going to do it. It's just that's going to start. Politics in your food is going to become a thing. Anyway, I, I hope not, because God damn it, if they get to the point where they be like, well, we protesting bacon, no more bacon. I'm going to flip a fucking monkey. No, not that. Not protesting. I'm talking about companies coming out and being like, this is our uh, stance on this. It because they can make money or implying it or hinting towards it or whatever oh, because okay. somehow they made the most money ever from this ignorant ass stance so like if i'm a business i'm like mm, i'm watching chick-fil-a to see how this works out long term because this might be the way to get it you know God, mm. i hope not i just want to eat my food i don't need my food being <laughs> smacked in my face with a point i just want to eat it <laughs> fuck that <laughs> can i enjoy it without something attached with it Right now, where I roll, uh, now where I roll up to the window, I'll have to deal with the risk of my showing up being interpreted to mean I'm down with pray the gay away, and there or their supporters dapping me up, passing out hateful literature, and photographing my car as evidence of America who really supports it. I'm <laughs> mad about it too. You know, there are definitely my first. There, they were definitely my first, nay, only stop on long drives. Uh. So she, yeah, like, you know, that was, that was, yeah, because sometimes you take a long drive and you're like, I'm going to treat myself. There's a checkers 30 miles away. I'm going to go to that checkers. I never go to checkers in Charlotte. And that was Chick-fil-A for her. And now Mm -hmm. it's, you know, now they're taking it away. I don't know the last time I've stopped anywhere else as it's the only fast food I eat these days. But man, look. By the way, the chat rooms answered the guest the race were especially funny this episode, e.g. 50 Cent's Unlucky Cousin. One who says, "Count, come at me, bro. 
I'm not fall- I'm not falling for it though. I've listened too long to be fooled into believing that they aren't still amazingly ratchet. Uh Profess LCH, aka the official smile of the blackout tips. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a thing, man. Mm-hmm. But uh I, I agree with you. I agree. Uh, Malcolm says episode 340. So being anti-gay marriage means you hate gays. Um, let me think about this. Yes. That's how I feel about that. If you're anti-gay marriage, you hate gays. Um, or I shouldn't say hate gays. That's ridiculous. Um, you are homophobic to an extent. That's what I would say. Yes, I get that. Like, like I said, um, unfortunately homophobia is like, a catch-all term mm-hmm. so there's like i can't say you're homophobia three and i'm homophobia one yeah you're homophobia five right and I'm homophobia three two right yeah. but you're homophobia something because yes you are uh if you're anti-gay marriage to me uh you're you, that's a ridiculous standpoint to take and um you're not comfortable with gay people you know and like i said i've fast forwarded through scenes in like uh true blood or like, or like, well, I actually, I never fast forward past a gay scene, but I have like turned away or not paid as much attention or squinted or been like, get it over with in my now, mind. Now, now, I ain't gonna lie. I was watching the wild, which I need to get back on and oh my, kiss that dude. I ain't see that shit coming. I was shocked. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to like present myself as some fucking like paragon of virtue. No. I, like I really do. It just took uh, me, that took me off guard. Yeah, like, I, I've had moments where I was like, oh, no, that's, I don't want to see that. So I don't want to be like, you know, lie to, to the audience, but the same time, why the fuck wouldn't I want to see them get married or be happy or do whatever? Like, you know, it's like how I don't have to see a porn of gay people to know that I'm not homophobic to that extent of not wanting to see them get married. But in general, like, I don't care. Like, get married. Let them get married. Why would, Malcolm, why, why, explain to me why you're anti-gay marriage but you don't hate gays that's what i want to know you know what i mean and i'm not and like i said hate is a strong word but you picked that word by the way but um you know it, it why 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 do you need to see them not be able to get married that's what i want to know because i feel like that's homophobic you know so and i don't see any way you can explain it where it's not samantha right said hi rod and karen Hope you guys are doing well. First, I would like to say to Karen, thanks for her suggestions for new podcasts. And Rod, I even started listening to the Insanity Check podcast, and I love it. So thanks to you, too. Cool. Okay, I remember her. It was very nice to hear Karen talking about her massage experience. It sounded wonderful. It was. So wonderful that I might schedule one for myself. Please just, do. Just hearing her describe how Erica was working out all the tension in her back made mm. me realize mm. how tense my back is and hope that I will go on, that when I go, it will be half as good as Karen sounded. I did want to comment on the article that you were reading about Zumba. Although I have never taken a Zumba class before, I do work out five to seven times a week at a gym that offers them. So I see droves of people that line up to take the classes. And honestly, most of the time, it just looks like dance moves from the club 101. <laughs> I think a lot of people do not realize the warming up, that warming up is very important. Yes, it is. When it comes to any type of exercise. And cooling down. A lot of people that I see just stand there waiting for the class to start and they just jump right to the routine. And like you said, a lot of people that are taking these classes are just beginning to work out. And instead of pacing themselves, they push themselves uh, harder trying to keep up with the instructor. Mm-hmm. Secondly, form is equally important. Being that I mostly do weight training use opposed to cardio. Correct form is something that you are always focusing on. But I can see how it might not even cross your mind when doing Zumba. 
but if you don't pay attention and you are landing on your feet the wrong way or at a bad angle you can be straining your muscles and joints which most likely uh leads to some type of discomfort or injury uh lastly people should definitely pay attention to what your body is telling you mm-hmm. if it hurts you're doing it wrong there's a big difference between being weak and not being up to a certain fitness level than being in pain i think a lot of people tell themselves oh i haven't worked out like before this must be normal sorry i went on so long about this i just love working out and it's something that i really am passionate about so when i heard this i just had to write in anywho as usual the show is fantastic you guys have become a pivotal part of getting through my work day. Thanks for all the hard work and great shows. Till next time, Samantha. P.S. Shirley from Jonilla, uh, dot com mentioned on her show that she hopes I listen to their show despite the fact that you listen. To answer her question, yes, I am in fact a product of a Chonillian. So she listens to Chonilla.com. Cool. P.S.S. Rod, I hope you know I was joking. I wasn't saying that I wouldn't listen to a podcast just because you do. I was just saying that some of the ones you talk about I didn't care for, and I wanted some from a female perspective. I know. I was just messing with y'all. Come on, man. You really think I was... <laughs> no, fuck that. You're going to take my suggestion. Shut up, Karen. I know. <laughs> Come on. No. Sit back in the back and just be pretty. Ta-ta for now. Have a great weekend, and don't eat at Chili's anymore. They are horrible. Bye. Yeah. All right. Chillies um, is off that list for a while. <laughs> in the bleachers writes, massages. What's really hood, Ron and Karen? I lead off with massages. Don't care who does it, personally or for my girl. I started getting massages when I was at UNC, and they were deep tissue, therapeutic, and relaxing massages. They said those hurt. We didn't have to pick between male or female. We just got whoever was up next to the table after one of our teammates wrapped up their massage. Everyone has this idea of some hot chick being the ideal masseuse. I'll pass. I'll take a dude or a lady with some power because I'm not going in there to be for it to be sexy. I'm going in there to get my kinks worked out and my yeah. knots needed out, and it isn't sexual. There's nothing sexual. If people want a sexual massage, there are places that do that. But big massage places are all about relaxation and therapy. With my bad neck, back, shoulder, back, lower bad lower back and a disc issue that last thing i'm trying to do is sex up a massage um i'm trying to feel better yeah the deep tissue massage a lot of people was talking about those they were saying with those they were saying they kind of hurt because they actually get deeper into the tissues but they say when they get done you feel so much better on the chick-fil-a topic i have boycotted family members and i agree rod that if you do that you'll have far more impact than if you boycott some faceless corporation judging from the amount of folks who were at chick-fil-a the other day double drive through lines full parking lot line to turn in i don't think they're going to miss the protest dollars right Mm -hmm yeah that's true yeah not to mention those people in those lines don't have people in their lives that are willing to boycott them true as for me man i've been in and out of town doing shit with the girlfriend and all that jazz uh, I had a cap, I had the captain of voyage to St. Louis where I took my grandma had a stroke a few years ago grandpa blind and myself from Fayetteville to the home of Murphy Lee um the Louis St. Louis we flew on a plane but I think Driving might be, have been easier because changing planes, carrying all the bags, and running to get all, to the connections was just unreal. Good trip though, and it confirmed my entire family likes to drink. I, <laughs> I got I got back from the casino and went to get my grandparents ready for the family reunion, final ceremony, and they weren't in the room. They were in the bar drinking Long Island iced teas, winning. <laughs> the girlfriend's pregnant friend is visiting this weekend. I almost read that as the girlfriend's pregnant. I'm like what? I know, right? <laughs> Mike. No. Nah, anyway, the girlfriend's pregnant friend is visiting this week. 
uh this weekend so basically i'm doing less talking now than i when i am at home alone it is all this is your this it is all this is your second kid how's your husband what's the names look at my ultrasound and mike felder doesn't have shit for that conversation tough to make dick jokes when the entire conversation makes me want to hide in a closet enjoy the weekend this breakfast won't make itself oh and karen i'm supremely offended by the man owl i'm the primary grocery shopper and food prep person in this kitchen i'm proud of you sir so proud of you all all scratch made everything in fact the girlfriend hates going to the grocery store with me because i go through every aisle and have a list that says things like get stuff for dip and alfredo sauce or fiesta burgers which look like one item but are actually final products of multiple items I'll be, I'll be doing mad cooking, yo. Peace out, y'all. Peace. And I'm proud of you, sir. And I support you going grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Good. You're just, you're just yes. a man after all. That's it. Good good for you. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you maneuver your way around the grocery store. I'm proud of you. Title of this email is, yup, it's the last email of the day. First of all, I just want to say I appreciate you guys because whenever I listen to the show, I never feel like y'all mail it in. I always feel a platinum performance is given. It's not every day that when you can associate with a black couple who works as a team, don't argue in public, but still is ratchet at the same damn time. <laughs> Many exclamation points, caps locks, all over the place. Anyway, stoop surd is one of the great, is a great word like vocabulacious. Uh, so please make sure to incorporate it as needed into the conversation. After haters riding Karen, they ain't got nothing on you. Hold it down. Mudro. Thanks, Mud. Thank you, sweetie. We appreciate it, man. All right. Well, this has been another episode of the Blackout Test Podcast. Uh, find us tomorrow, 7 p.m., talking to Morgan P. Campbell. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we're also on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D-A-T. The show Twitter is at T-B-G-W-T. Um, and, uh, yeah, blackouttest.com. We already talked about all the stuff you need to be doing. Do it. Where are my iTunes reviews? Continue to do that. You guys are awesome for that. Uh, spreading the word on Stitcher, all that shit, man. You guys know what you're doing. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so we thank you. Yep. You guys make it worth being in this house for three hours, over three hours, doing a feedback show. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the time like, fuck. All right, man. Uh, until next time. I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Yeah, baby boy. In the place to be. I'm writing shit that I feel Raps of black steel in the hour of commotion Emotion of calm It's like that of an ocean devotion Cause I'm the earth, wind, and fire A hip-hop I rock him In short, I've been inspired My shit knocks in fire Mets the cats with 17s 10, time is money The mind is funny How it's spent on getting it I'm sitting with descendants of Abraham Who say the jam is money, cash holes I went from bashful to asshole to international Love herself Word to mother on my last record cover is felt, now deal with it.
to please Niggas, magazine writers and C's Who request hot shit, I freeze And tell them where I was rose, we always said cold Hold your horses and your carriages, it's never went gold, nigga Rock shows, careless Do not go respect self, at least respect the heritage Affected lives is where the wealth and the merit is I realize what I portray day to day, I gotta carry this And beast rhymes and life is where the marriage is Had dreams of fucking R&B bras that came true Journalists I rap, shared the same view Picked up a fallen angel on the path that I MC. Familiar voice come to find out the angel was me Some say you change it, Rashi Times are we still close, I rhyme far away, away, but what you accustomed to hearing every day, you know the dope chopping, gun popping, homies dying, I'm amongst it, say the war stories from Private Ryan, I ain't I wanna see you Children laugh, men dance, I refuse to lose self And trying to win fans over Weight on my shoulder fluctuates like Oprah's My refrigerator poet, she's magnetic like Ultra You couldn't hang if you was a poster Posing like a bitch for exposure It's rumors of gay MCs, just don't come around me with it You still rockin' hickeys, don't let me find out he did it Got my eyes on the tiger, eyes on the prize Eyes on the thighs of Mary J. Blige Imagine how good the cat must be Stop eating meat, lost weight, but I still rap husky My first step is like that of a baby's first step Or the old lady who died and the nurse swept I flow like cursing, frightening, fighting you and yours to my openness Shows allow me to cop range like a vocalist But man does not live on bread alone What good is the range when it's time to head home? Yeah, I wanna get into it Let's do this, do this 